Hey guys, spoilers ahead. I'm Laura. And I'm Wes. And this is Breakdown from the Couch. This is the podcast where we watch movies that are available on streaming services and then try to break them down for you scene by scene. Yep. Uh, You can check us out on social media. Just search for Breakdown from the Couch on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Also check us out on ageofradio.org. You can find our episodes there as well as shop our sponsors. Uh, Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Uh, We're available wherever you get your podcast. Feel free to give us a review and message us with any movie suggestions you might have. So we are going to make March all about me. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And so for the first movie of the month, uh, I've decided to do Tommy Boy, which is one of my go-to movies if I'm feeling down, you know, because it always makes me laugh. So (laughs) do you have the synopsis? Yep. Um, From the usual source, IMDb. After his auto parts tycoon father dies, the overweight, underachieving son teams up with a snide accountant to try and save the family business. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, you ready to uh, jump on in? Oh, yeah. So we're introduced to Tommy, Kid Tommy, uh, right away. Yeah. Um, He's up in a treehouse and his mom is calling for him, telling him he's going to be late for school. Mm-hmm. And you see little Tommy, you know, going down the ladder and um, he starts, He, yeah, he, uh, first thing he does is he runs right into a glass door, right. which kind of becomes a thing in oh, this yeah. movie. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> with, with Tommy, he basically just, yeah, it, he's accident prone. Oh, for sure. And disaster follows him. Yep. And so, yeah, he runs into it. Son of a. <laughs> and so you just see him and yeah, poor Tommy. Cause you know, even as a kid, it's like he's trying or whatever, but you see him and he's, you know, you see like the huge house that he lives in and oh yeah, you see him running. He's got his lunchbox and he's running across the lawn. And of course the freaking. uh, sprinklers come on yeah like chasing him across the lawn like as he's running a new one starts popping up mm-hmm. and just the whole length of the lawn he's just getting doused right and by the time he makes it to the end of the lawn there's his school bus but it's leaving without him right it's leaving without him so yeah he's running after the school bus and we're introduced also to a, a kid richard who is like, you know, gosh, Tommy, late again. And he's like, shut up, Richard. <laughs> and you see Richard ride off on his bike. And, you know, the kids on the bus are telling him, like, come on, Tommy, you know. And, of course, right. unfortunately, he misses the bus. And then it flashes to uh, the current time, which is 1995. Which is um, probably the point in which I always came into this movie on. Yeah, well, you were I you was, were surprised at the beginning. I'm like, what are I've you talking about? Seen, this is how it's always began. I have never seen that before. Yeah. And I've seen this movie multiple times, but I think I've only ever really watched the movie when it would air on cable or something. Because I don't, I don't remember that whole thing of him as a child. That's weird. In fact, I also thought that him and Richard were like childhood friends. Yeah, no. Apparently, Richard <laughs> was the bully, and he was, you know, yeah, he didn't like Tommy. Well, because Richard was, you know, jealous. Yeah. But no, that's how I've I've seen it, like on USA and channels like that, and it always started that way. Yeah. The you know, as a kid. Well, I guess I came in into it late, usually. Yeah. Because it. Usually, if I'm if I'm watching a movie on like cable or something, you know, there's a chance that you come into it late yeah. if you don't know when it's going to air. Right. So you just kind of flipping through. You're like, oh, hey, Tommy Boy, I want to watch that again. Right. And click. 
And there you are, like, in the middle of the movie or something. Yeah. Well, so anyway, you know, it shows Kid Tommy missing the bus. And then it flashes to what's supposed to be present, which is 1995. And it shows adult Tommy missing his bus. Again. For college. As usual. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so now he's, you know, we see him and he's running, you know, across uh, the college, you know, campus and stuff. And a couple of times you see him and he's out of breath, which would be me the entire <laughs> time. Um, you know, and then at one point he comes up on these two girls and he stops and he tries to be all suave and cool. Yeah, he's like walking slow. Yeah. And he's got his arms Hi out ladies, to the side like he's know. some sort of buff guy or right. something. Right. And then, you know, as soon as he passes him, he takes off again. Yeah. And he gets to the point where he gets to the door and he's pulling on it. He's like, no, God, I need in, you know. Yeah, and, like they've locked him out or yeah. something. He's no no access. Right. And so he sits down and then there's a girl who just pulls on the, the one side. Right. Of the, uh, she but, pulls on the opposite side of the door and is able to get in. And which he, is like, why didn't you try? It's a double right. swing. It's a double door. Why right. didn't you like just try pull. the opposite side yeah. real quick? Well, because he's Tommy but it's Boy. Tommy, he's not, yeah. yeah, he's not the smartest guy. Yeah, he's not the brightest bulb in the uh, in the drawer, right? In the, in the light socket, <laughs> right? And so he, you know, he realizes and he tries to be all suave, you know, and he opens the door and he like immediately runs in, and you just see him, and you know, you see the teacher; he's handing out the exams, yeah. And he gets to Tommy, and Tommy's like out of breath and breathing hard and stuff, and yeah. Teacher gives him side eye. Oh, he yeah, no, the teacher straight up rolls his eyes. At Tommy. Oh yeah, well he knows Tommy's a screw up, and oh, he's he probably is. gonna fail anyway. And so Tommy looks down at the test, and the first question, I I don't know, you know, like word by word, but something about you know like who who were like the first three people that signed the declaration of independence or something like that yeah and one of the the blanks was blank hancock right it's like a super easy question anybody you know should have gotten that past third grade tommy gets a look on his face and you're kind of thinking oh maybe he'll get it right he writes down Herbie Hancock yeah like everybody knows that yeah (laughs) and he you know yeah, he he's all happy about that. And then yeah. we see, you know, some great the grades and stuff have been printed out and, you know, posted. And I love it because it's like, man, that's harsh cuz there was no privacy when it came to those grades. Right? Everybody's like, grades are on full display. Yeah. So all the A+ plus students knew who were the D these students are worse yeah and could just kind of make fun of them right in the hallways basically or at least like you know yeah you would just feel embarrassed like oh crap now everybody knows i failed exactly it's like like that sort of thing is done when they're announcing the cast for a play you've been trying out you know so and so is tevier or whatever you know exactly not to me it's not done for an academic test of like math or history or something so anyway, they post the grades, though, and yeah. Tommy kind of pushes by everybody. He's like, oh, you know, excuse me, excuse me. And he looks and finds his name, and he's like, oh, my God, I passed. He got a D plus. He got a D plus. <laughs> I got a D plus. And he's just excited, and he's like, I'm going to graduate. And he pulls, like, this one kid, and he's like, I'm really sorry. This is very awkward. And he's, yeah. you know, starts doing cartwheel, like a cartwheel down the hall. 
You know, because he's like, oh, I'm going to graduate. Right. And so after that, um, he's, it looks like he's like at like a frat house or something yeah, like that. Yeah, they're he's, all graduated and they're all celebrating. And well, not graduated yet. He, he well, was talking yeah. about how, you know, yeah, he's, you know, he he's finally going to graduate and um, he's like everybody, all of them are high and drunk. I mean, he, oh, just, yeah. he just did a everybody hit. Yeah, is. he just did a hit on the bong and, you know, he's drinking beers and stuff doing keg stands and yeah stuff. doing yeah. a keg stand and he's just talking to his bros like you know you know like I'm, oh what are you gonna do when you graduate what are you gonna do yeah you know, he's, and he's like i don't know you know I, i'm gonna go back you know to my hometown and uh probably work on the the docks or whatever like i do every summer right um you know, they were just kind of making some small talk like that. And then it got to the point where he's like, you know, talking to one guy. He's like, man, he's like, I'm really going to miss you, you know, bro. And he, he like leans in pretending like he's going to kiss him. Yeah. And the guy, you know, is like, you know. Kind of freaks out. He kind of freaked out. But yeah, he was obviously just messing around. Yeah, just a bunch of drunk college bros messing right. with each other, basically. Right. And so... You know, at one point he stands up and he gives like a little toast, you know, and they're all standing there toasting about mm-hmm. how, you know, just a bunch of like rugby guys, you know, yeah. that are going to go out in the world and, you yeah, know, they're going to change the world. Or yeah. And mm-hmm. then he immediately falls forward and smashes through a coffee table. Which that's like, obviously the table was designed to oh, break sure. when he fell. For but sure. even, even for a table that's designed to break, like there's still a danger to that because... You noticed in the foreground when he fell, one of the legs that broke was like sticking straight up. Yeah. It's like that that could have been very dangerous. That yeah. sort of stunt could have like gone way wrong pretty easily to me. Yeah. But, you know, I see things like that and I just kind of immediately jump to the worst case scenario. Yeah, though. that's true. I'm kind of a, a chicken little sky is falling kind of guy. <laughs> But yeah, he falls through the table and his bros just start to like, you know, drunk like laugh basically. Yep. Um, and so for the next scene, we see an airplane and a, a little um, thing on the screen pops up with Sandusky, Ohio. So he's going back home and uh, we see him and he gets off the plane and we're introduced to adult Richard yep. played by David Spade. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Chris, or I'm sorry, uh, Tommy is talking about how. You know, oh, he's like, I thought my dad was going to meet me. And Richard's like, yeah, yeah he, he was, was yeah. this morning, but you weren't on the plane. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, he's like, I called. He's like, really? Well, which number did you call? And at this point, <laughs> he gives out just a bunch of numbers and he's like, Niner. And he's like, what, were you calling from Milwaukee? Yeah. And Tommy is like, well, it was cordless. And he's like, you know what? Not now. I don't care. Exactly. And uh, he... <laughs> Um, Tommy's like, hey, you know, did you hear that I graduated from college? And <laughs> Richard's like, it only took you seven years. All yeah, right. Just and, shy of a decade. He's yeah. like, man, people go to college for seven years or longer. Yeah. And Richard's like, I know. They're called doctors. <laughs> Which they are. Yeah. Yeah. You go to college for a long time <laughs> to become a doctor. And so, um, yeah, they pick up Tommy's quote unquote luggage. It's literally just a trash bag that's been yeah. taped up. Yeah, I love Richard's re- reaction when the trash bag shows up. Yeah. Oh, this must be yours. Yeah. Do you fumigate that thing? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Richard. Yeah. So, <laughs> 
from there, um, we get a kind of a quick tour of the town. Yeah, they're riding to riding to town in, in Richard's car. Yeah. And Richard's proud of his little car. Oh, it's like yeah. his baby. It's a classic antique vehicle. It's restored, mm-hmm. brand new engine, new paint job. Right. And uh, he he even says he's like something like this is like is like a fine you know suitcase or, or this is the kind of thing you keep you don't throw away right and Tommy boy he lays this big bag of M and M's up peanut, on the dash yeah peanut M and M's yeah and Richard even tells him he's like you know hey there's no eating in the car yeah which I don't blame him really. right but they're driving through the town and. Tommy notices like a lot of the old factories that used mm-hmm. to be open are starting to shut down. Right. He noticed that the tire plant is now shut down mm-hmm. and um I don't remember the other plants. I, I can't remember. They were all kind of uh really blue collar, just kind of factories yeah. that really kept the auto industry rolling. Right. They they made parts and things for vehicles yeah. that you would need. But yeah, like you said though, Tommy sets that package of peanut M and M's. Yes. And they go you know, all over the place down into, you know, the Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah. They went right into the defrost vents and down yeah. into the age HVAC. Richard's like, oh, he's like, well, that sounds nice. <laughs> yeah, it and, would. Oh my God, the rattling would be constant, nonstop. Well, <laughs> it would be terrible. And I just, I love Tommy's response. He picks up one of them and he's like, he's like, I think you'll be okay. He's like, they have a thin candy shell. He's and like, I'm surprised. Ha- not in your mouth, not in your hand, he says. Yeah, he's like, I'm surprised you didn't know that. And Richard goes, I think your brain has a thick candy <laughs> shell. Yeah. I just I just love all the like little one liners in this oh, yeah. movie. Like See, I could you know, I could do it like all day long. That's like that's David Spade. I mean, nothing against um how am I gonna say this? I'm not I feel like David Spade is was funnier when he was the straight man to Chris Farley. That's yeah. what I, I feel like that was David Spade's niche. I'm I mean, sure there's people that really like him alone right, and other stuff. Right. But that's how I've always kind of found him better. I mean, I think if Chris Farley was still alive and stuff like that, I really think that the two of them could have been like a big comedy duo. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They could have been, you know, it, it kind of like how back in the day with SNL with uh, when uh, John Belushi yeah. was still alive. John and you Belushi had John and, Belushi and Dan Aykroyd. Right. They just played off each other. That's true. But I mean, and Dan Aykroyd holds his own on his own. Yeah. But it was it was kind of the same thing. They mm-hmm. were just they just meshed and they just they worked. Right. Well. So anyway, um, I believe now we're at the uh, company. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They arrive at the factory, and we see Richard is walking Tommy Boy through the factory on the way to go see his dad, mm-hmm. and um, the dad in the meantime is kind of in a not really a board meeting he's just talking with some executives about the future of the company right he wants to he wants to take the company and direct it more towards brake pads yes he feels like that's like the way to the future for the company exactly and he's he's because one of the people he's with is actually the banker that they deal with yep and he's 
telling them he's like look you know this this has been in the family since 1925 and there's these pictures on the wall all of the pictures (laughs) he's talking about you know my grandfather and he's just going down the line and you're seeing all all the pictures exactly the same they They look look just like brian dennehy and And one of them's a female version yeah and he was talking about how his aunt elaine kept it running during the war or whatever (laughs) and she looks yeah it looks exactly like him just with bigger hair i love that and right about then, uh, Tommy Boy's face pops through this open doorway right next to all those pictures. Well, because he says, he's like, you know, and someday my son will run it. Yes. And then that's whenever Tommy Boy, yeah, pops up or whatever. And of course, he, you know, they're super excited to see each other. And, you know, they do like this father-son Oh, yeah, you know, they have this thing. whole thing where they, <laughs> they kind of, they... It's hard to describe. It's almost like it's just this bonding thing that they've done. And it's only between them. Mm -hmm. Nobody else would get it. And so, you know, he... uh, You can tell Richard, though. He's kind of just standing there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can understand a little bit where he's coming from with his resentment and his... his, uh, uh, um, Not selfishness. A little bit of selfishness. But his um, jealousy. he, He picks up this paperwork or whatever and... Talks about how, you know, oh, you know, my, you know, my nerd friends and I will, you know, retire and, you know, get these numbers to you, you know, by the end of the day or whatever. He's being super snarky. Yeah, very snarky. Very sarcastic. You know, so, um, but at this point, his dad is going to take Tommy and Mm -hmm. the other guys, um, you know, he's trying to convince, you know, to give them this loan. Yeah, gives them all hard hats, and now they're going to go take a tour of the facility. Yeah. And this is where everybody sees Tommy Boy as Oh, back. they all know him. Oh, yeah. It's it's a big... Hey, Tommy! You yeah. Know. It's the whole small town thing. Everybody grew up together, yep, went they... to school together. They probably, you know, went to each other's, like, birthdays and all oh, sorts yeah, of stuff. for sure. And so they all know him. It's like, hey, man, welcome back. Yeah. And he comes across this one guy. I think his name was, like, Lewis or whatever. Yeah. And he's like, you know, hey, he's like, what are you doing in here? And he's like, oh, you know, I was going crazy out on the dock, so your dad moved me in here. Yeah. And they show him, and he's got some sort of part or whatever. And yeah, his, like, job is to buff it. Buff it you know. and, you know, package it or whatever. And yeah. so Tommy's like, oh, that's cool. He's like, can I try? And he's like, yeah, sure. You know, so <laughs> Tommy gets in there, and he starts buffing it. Well, he, like, lets it go, and it goes flying. Oh, yeah. And, you know, goes <laughs> Freaking, out the window. Yeah, nearly takes some guy's head off. Mm-hmm. Lewis is like, <laughs> nice distance <laughs> and at that point you know the dad you know calls him and he's you know he's like sorry you know gotta go um so this is where we get like the first look of the brake pad area and it's you know, oh yeah it's it, nice mm-hmm. and brand new and stuff and yep tommy goes in there this is awesome oh yeah and he immediately goes into tommy mode mm-hmm. while his dad is putting so, his salesman yeah. hat on you know yep trying to get the money they need to actually turn the machines on and start producing brake pads. Well, and then freaking Tommy turns on one of the machines. Yes. And I don't know what it's... It's got like... Yeah, it's some like sort of like... an assembly hook type thing. Yeah, it's know. a great big conveyor line yeah. of hooks on these chains, and they just go by one by one. Right. Uh, you'd hang some sort of heavy product mm-hmm. from it, I'm not sure, probably sheets of metal or right. something. Right, and so while Big Tom is trying to do his, his yeah. spiel, 
you see uh, Tommy Boy, he's, you know, turns it on and he's like, I've got cat-like reflexes. Gosh, and, and one of them smacks him in the head, <laughs> man. does. If that was real, I should have, like... Oh, for sure. ...concussed him or something. We'll talk, but Tommy a couple of times for sure would have died in this movie. Oh, absolutely, without <laughs> so, a doubt. But, yeah, so... You know, I've got cat-like reflexes. Yeah, and, and he's, he's like dodging them and stuff. Yeah. And, um, you know, finally, Big Tom, you know, calls him over and stuff like that. And he stops and, you know. He's, yeah, he's like, Tommy. And Tommy kind of like, oh, oh shoot, yeah. daddy yelled at me. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, after that or whatever, he tells Tommy that he, you know, he's got a surprise for him. Yep. So Tommy closes his eyes, you know, and you see Big Tom is walking him around and He's like, can I open my eyes yet, Dad? And he's like, I didn't tell you that you had to close your eyes to begin with. Yeah, you did that on your own. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And so he tells him, he's like, all right, whatever, open your eyes. And so he does. And he's standing in front of the door and he's like, hey, that's my name. And he's like, (laughs) he's like, yeah, he's like, this is your brand new office, uh, college grad, you know, Mm. get in there. And so, you know, he goes in there and he's like, oh, wow. He's like, look, there's a fridge. He's like, you can keep a, a six-pack of be- uh, sodas in there, <laughs> uh, candy bars. And yep. the dad is like, yeah, you know, anything that you want to keep cold. Yeah, <laughs> you know, literally what the refrigerator's for. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, at that point, Richard comes in, you know, with the numbers or whatever yeah. and to give to uh, Big Tom. Yep. And, you know... Um, Tommy boy is like, hey, Richard, you see, did you see my new office? He's like, yeah, he's like with a window. He's like, and why not? He's like, you've only been here about 10 minutes. <laughs> Which, Which that would have been my thought process yeah. too. Been like, really? You've been mm-hmm. here 10 minutes and you already get a corner office? Yeah, exactly. Just because you're the son. Yeah. And so, you know, at that point, the dad tells him, you know, that he's got another surprise for him later that night. Yeah. Or, you know, after work or whatever. And uh, he gives Tommy, you know, like all this brake pad information and, you know, tells him basically to study up on it. Because you're going to need to know all of it. And, of course, Richard makes fun of him at that point, you know, because he's he's looking over it and he has kind of this look (laughs) on his face. And Richard is like, you know, it's called reading. He's like, you, you do know, know how to read, right? He's like, you know, <laughs> top to bottom, left to right, you know, sentences in, you know, words that make sentences and stuff. <laughs> and uh, Tommy's like, you know, shut up, Richard. <laughs> <laughs> so um, from there, uh, we've got, yeah, Big Tom and Tommy Boy arrive home. And again, he's got his clo- his eyes closed. He's like, yeah. can I open my eyes, Dad? And he's like, stop closing your damn eyes. <laughs> this is where we see this gorgeous woman coming out of the pool. Yeah. And Tommy Boy is like, holy shnikes. <laughs> and he's like, is that for me? And uh, Big Tom is like, no, son, that's for me. And he's like, Dad, she's like a 10, which of course... Is referring to Bo Derek being in the movie right. Ten mm-hmm. back in the day. Anyway, um, so we're introduced to Beverly. You know, she's out of the pool and everything, and um, he introduces, you know, that this is Beverly, and you know, Beverly, this is my son Tommy. Yeah, and you know, she, you know, is like, oh, you know, he's just so cute, and blah blah blah. And this is where uh, Big Tom tells Tommy. He's like, you know, 
that Beverly is actually my fiance. We're yeah. getting married on Saturday. Yeah. Or no, at first he says, um, I asked Beverly to marry me. And he's like, oh, and he's like, well, what'd she say? Yeah. Which <laughs> you wouldn't make the announcement that you asked a woman to marry you. Right. If she had told you no. Exactly. <laughs> and so they both kind of give him a look and stuff. Like, really, and, bro? Mm-hmm. Actually, real quick also, because... Yeah. Um, we skipped over um, the arrival of Rob Lowe, oh, Tommy's yeah. soon-to-be stepbrother. stepbrother. Mm-hmm. I just wa- I just wanted to kind of gloss over it real quick. Okay. I'm sorry. No, you're good. Just because I, I love... So the bus arrives in town, and you have people getting off the bus, and you, you see Rob Lowe's character coming off. And he's sitting there and standing there, and you see this kid on the bus, and he's like... Pressing his face against the glass, blowing his, you know, filling his cheeks up with air, making faces yeah. at Rob Lowe behind his back. And I just like Rob Lowe's reaction, just without looking, without skipping a beat, he slaps the back of that bus glass and smacks the kid right in the yeah. face. <laughs> it's like, that kid totally deserved it. Yep. That was just, that was, I just liked that. I liked that scene. I thought oh, it was funny. I didn't know if that had happened then or if it happened after she mentioned that uh, he that her son was going to be his new brother. Oh, it happened uh, before they oh, mentioned okay. that. Um, it was just, it was just a quick, it really didn't have much. It was just to introduce okay. Rob Lowe, but you didn't know who he was yet. Right. You didn't know he was going to be the stepbrother. Right. Soon to be stepbrother. And so that's just it. So um, after, you know, he finally realizes like, oh, that they're actually engaged and getting married. Yeah. Um, you know, they go into the house to kind of celebrate and the his dad is talking about how, you know, yeah, you know, they're getting married on Saturday and that you know, they were just talking about how, like, they met, which was at some sort of spa. Where right. She was working there, and also her son was working there. And this is whenever uh, she she was talking about how, you know, it sounds kind of strange to say, but my son is going to be your new brother. <laughs> and Tommy gets excited. He's Oh, yeah, because like, he's never had a brother. He's yeah. an only child. Yeah, he's like... Really? He's like, I've always wanted a little brother. Yeah. And then at that point, the doorbell rings and, you know, the dad's like, well, speak of the devil. And Tommy gets all excited. He jumps over the the table and (laughs) starts running for the door and opens it. And he's like, brother? And (laughs) this is where Rob Lowe is like, I'm Paul. You must be Tommy. And he's like... (laughs) Brothers don't shake hands. Brothers got Brothers a hug. Brothers got a hug. <laughs> and he just picks him up and carries him. And the look oh, on yeah. his face is like, yeah, he's beyond that would, uncomfortable. That would be me. <laughs> yeah. In some ways, Rob Lowe is me. Yeah. In real life. It's true. As far as his character goes here, it's like, yeah, put me down, put me down, put yeah, me down, put me exactly. down, put me down. <laughs> and so now we just see him and, and they're in the car and Tommy, you know, is really wanting to, you know, bond and stuff with his, you know, so-called brother. Yeah. And it gets to the point where, you know, Paul is just, you know, they just have like these like little conversations where yeah, <laughs> I love it whenever um, Tommy is talking about his, you know, Paul's mom and how, how he's like. Man, he's like, you know, if I sent a picture of your mom to my friends at college. Oh my gosh, yes. You know, she'd win boner of the month. So inappropriate, yeah. man. Really. <laughs> Paul, Paul is like, I'm honored. Yeah. And so. And so Paul then asks him, well, is there anything to do in this town? Aside from, you know, Yeah, eat. aside from eating. And he's like, oh yeah, there's all sorts of cool stuff to do. He's like, we can go check out the 4-H babes. Uh, we can, 
I forget he mentioned a couple other, you know, little yeah. small town activities. Yeah. And Paul says, well, how about something dangerous then? Right. And Tommy Boy, like, knows exactly what to do. Yeah. As soon as he mentions something dangerous. Right. So the next scene we see Tommy and Paul both standing in this field. And Paul's, you know, got a drink of some sort. Yeah, he's got some sort of fifth in a bottle there. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, Tommy is asking him, he's like, wait a second. He's like, is this your first time? And yeah, he's like, yeah, you know, it is. Yeah. And he's Tommy's Tommy's saying things like, I want the one on the left. She's perfect. She's perfect. Yeah. You can have whichever one you want. And it makes you think they're like scoping out maybe babes at some sort of bar. Yeah. Or or like a strip club or something. Yeah. And no, it's cows. Yeah. He's taking them go cow tipping. Well, that's just it, because Paul's like, does it really make a difference? And he's yeah. like, oh, yeah. He's like, wait a second. Is this your first time? And yeah. he's like, yeah, Tommy, it is. <laughs> yes, Tommy, it is. I yeah. like that response. Yeah. And so, yeah, sure enough, you know, the camera pans over and, yeah, they're, they're cows. Yep. Um, <laughs> so Tommy does the whole linebacker stance in the ground. Well, he's he like, ex- you got to get it just right. Well, first, first, so he explains, cow- he's like, you've never been cow tipping oh, before? that's right. Yeah, he does. And he's like, no. And he's like, he's like, okay, so what you do is, is you just push, you know, in between these spaces and you just <laughs> push as hard as you can. And Gosh. Paul is like, and and he's just, like, and then they fall over. Yes, yeah, it seems it seems da- dangerous. Yes, but not in the way that I think. Yeah, Rob no. Lowe's character Paul was looking for. Right. Well, <laughs> and Paul even says he's like, seems kind of stupid. Yeah, that <laughs> you too. know. So, but then yeah, at that point, you know, he wants to show Paul a good time. So yeah, he gets like you said into the football stance. And he's like, okay, he's like, on two, on two, ready? And he goes, you know, goes to shove into the cow, but because it's muddy, he slips and, you know, falls flat on his face. And he's like, son of a... And this is one of the first times where it's like, he should, this would have killed somebody. Oh, this would have killed him. Because at that point, you know, because of the noise, the cows all start taking off. Well, the cow, he was going to, you know, tip over actually steps on his head right and takes off Mm -hmm. and then at that point yeah all the cows are running and oh yeah you hear the person who owns the place oh yeah come out with a gun and he's like hey who's out there and he starts firing the gun yep and you know you you hear uh you hear tommy you know run for it (laughs) and then you know so you see paul's you know take off or whatever and then tommy grabs him he's like i've got you brother you know (laughs) and you know paul is trying to get him off yeah he's like let me go i yeah yeah and then you just see him and now they're at a gas station and you know he uh tommy is completely covered in mud yeah and um you see paul and he's rinsing off his shoes and he's talking about how you know this is italian leather he's like this is worth more than your life Mm -hmm. and um tommy is just kind of like you know well he's very carefree about it yeah he's he's joking He's like, all right he's like i'm next you know Hit, hit me with it and so at that point paul just like takes the water and just sprays them. And he's like, oh, man, that's cold. Yeah, and he starts and doing the whole maniac I'm dance. I'm a maniac, you know? maniac. And yeah, he's just like, you know, going crazy and yeah. stuff like that. This scene is is funny because, not just because of that, 
But I, I get the feeling that they probably had to film that scene several times. Probably. Because at one point you see Rob Lowe kind of crack a little smile. Oh, yeah. So something tells me he probably had a hard time getting through that oh, scene without I'm laughing. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> and then actually he hits him in the face with the water. And he's like, oh, that's cold, you know. And this is when uh, when he's like, you know, did you eat a lot of paint chips <laughs> yes. as a kid? And he's like, <laughs> he's like, why? Why? <laughs> yeah. Which is kind of a running question throughout this film. Right. And it fades from that and it cuts to the next day at work. And Richard goes to the office where Tommy is at. And you hear outside the office door, Tommy is speaking into the fan and Luke, like Darth Vader. I am your yes. father. Richard la, barges la, la, in. La, la. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and he's like, did I interrupt your fun? And uh, he's like, look, you know, since you're here at work, why don't you just do some actual work? And right. he throws some some papers on his desk and tells him he needs to check into things going down at shipping and receiving. Right. That they've got issues. Yep. And uh, they have a little back and forth. And Tommy had this little toy skeleton hand thing. Yeah, like you can put your hand in it. And I never had one, but I knew people that did. And really all you could do with it was just give the finger. Yeah. (laughs) Now, like, I'm sure that's probably what about 99% oh, of children sure. did with this toy. Right. Which and is so, exactly what Tommy Boy Yeah, does. so Richard goes to leave or whatever, and that's what he does with the toy and gives, yep. gives him the finger behind his back. And so from there we see him, and he's, you know, talking to RT, who's like the shipping clerk. Yes. And he's like, you know, hey, I think I figured out the problem. He's like, this this says, you know, like a two-day, or I'm sorry, that... um that it needs two days shipping. He's like, but really it should only be one day shipping. And, you know, he's like, you know, you see this here? This is called a state. This is for Columbus, Georgia, not Columbus, Ohio. Right. And he, yeah, that's exactly it. Tommy was seeing Columbus and And thinking thinking they were shipping it to Columbus, Ohio. Right. Which they're in Sandusky, Ohio. Right, exactly. It's like, you can ship that thing like regular ground if you want because it's going to get there a lot quicker. Yeah, but I love it because RT is like, you see this? He's like, that's called a state. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Forget Tommy Boy didn't know what a state abbreviation was. He's like, what else you got, Wonder Boy? (laughs) He's like, well, he's like, I guess that's all I have for today. Yes, that's all I've got. Good job there. Yeah. He tries to play it off. Yeah, and and then RT is like, hey, maybe you should go back to college for another seven years and study a globe. And, you know, him and a bunch of other guys were laughing and he kind of turned away. It's kind of true, though. It is. but Not for seven years, but yeah. Yeah. You kind of need to learn a few more things before you do this job. Right. (laughs) Um, But from there, you know, after he turns and starts walking away, we're introduced to Michelle. Yep. Who, her job there is to do, um, like, the shipping, I think. Yes. She, like, takes the orders and, you know, makes sure that they get shipped. Yeah, she's responsible for all the invoicing, shipping, receiving, and everything to do with paperwork. She's and on top of it. Right. And so she, you know, is like, hey, she's like, do you remember me? You know, Chaparral Hell, uh, sh- sorry, Chaparral um, High School or whatever. And then, yep. yeah, he's like, oh, yeah, you know, we used to, I used to sit next to you in history class. And then he, I love it because at one point he, you know, is like, hey, he's like, remember your brother Dwayne, which, yeah. Yes, I kind of a really random question, but yeah. yes, he's my brother, so yeah, I remember him. Yeah, it's like, I, yeah. <clears throat> and he's like, 
you know, we used to steal, I think he said donuts or something like that. And she's like, well, he's a cop now. Yeah. And he's like, oh. You know. Well, never mind then. Yeah. Guess we won't be stealing any donuts anytime soon, basically. And so she, you know, mentions that, you know, he had to get a real job after his parents moved to Cuyahoga Falls or whatever. Yeah. You know, that kind of comes up a little bit later. And uh, um, we're also introduced her to her filing system, which also comes yeah, into play later. That's her true. filing system is ridiculous. So <laughs> he he even makes... he He's Tommy like, even says, why don't you have a filing cabinet? Or no, and her she, papers are like everywhere. No, she, no, he says, why don't you put the files in the filing cabinet? Yeah. And she says, which, I don't like them. And he's like, well, why? And she's like, you have, you have to, to open, open them. them. Yep. Yeah, that... Well, there goes that whole half a second of your time. Mm-hmm. Like, that's... Nah, I'm not going to say anything else on that, but it's just, yeah. to me, it's stupid. Maybe that's people operate like that. I don't know. I don't know. But, so she starts going into her explanation and talking about how she knows how everything runs and it it works like a well-oiled machine all because of her, basically. Right. Which, you know, she does know what she's doing. It's just stupid she doesn't have a filing cabinet. Right. So, yeah, so the next day or whatever, um, it's the wedding day, and um, they're, you know, looking at, or I'm sorry, Tommy is looking out, and he's like, gosh, he's like, it looks like half the the town is here. And, uh, you know, at this point, they're both getting ready and everything for the wedding. And they just have kind of like a heartfelt conversation where, Mm -hmm. you know, the, the dad is, you know, talking about how... Kind of like ever since your mom died, you know, it's it's been really hard being alone. And it's where Tommy kind of tells them, he's like, you know, Dad, I just want you to be happy. Right. You know, and, you know, they have just kind of like that little father-son moment together. Yeah, yeah. And at that point, Richard comes in and he's got, you know, the, uh, the camcorder. <laughs> and they, you know, both ask, they're like, so, they're, you know, how do we look? And he's like chubby and he starts <laughs> laughing and they give him a look and he's like, I think that's the champagne talking. And you just <laughs> see him like leave. Yeah. And at this point it's the wedding and <clears throat> I think the the priest or whoever says something like, you know, if anybody has any objections and out in the crowd you hear, are you kidding? Go for it, Tom. Which it's like, oh God. Gosh, you know, yes. It's like, shut Sit up. Sit down. You've already had too much to drink. Yeah. <laughs> so, um... You know, so they end up getting married, you know, yay. Yep. Huzzah. Huzzah, yeah. (laughs) And uh, Richard is, you know, going around with the camcorder and just, you know, telling people, you know, hey, you know, say something nice to the bride and, you know, to the bride and groom. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he goes to Tommy and um, Michelle and Tommy is like, you know, was like, this is Michelle, you know, the hottest girl and blah, 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 you know, just. I don't know, just saying stupid stuff. Right, yeah. But my personal favorite was one of the, I don't know, it wasn't the banker guy, but it was one of the guys that was at the meeting. And uh, he was talking about how, you know, Tom, he's like, you're so lucky. And he's like, 
man, would I what I want to do to get some of that? And oh gosh. Richard is like, oh god. And the guy next to him starts doing like the like he's been drinking sign. Yeah. And at that point, the guy is like, you know, hey, you know, do you have a delete button or an edit button <laughs> on that thing? Yeah, and, he realizes what he said. Yeah, and then Richard's like, it's gonna cost you. Mm-hmm. And you know, the guy kind of chases after him to to uh, edit that out. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> And so from there, um, we, uh, Big Tom stands up and, you know, of course, thanks everybody for being there, that kind of stuff. But, you know, he calls up uh, Tommy Boy. He's like, you know, but right now I'm going to need you, Tommy Boy. And at that point, they've got the band and the band is um, playing this one song. Yeah. And so they get up there, they start singing, you know, together. And, uh, you know, it's just kind of showing the crowd and everything. And yeah, they're having a really great father-son yeah. performance type moment. It's like really high energy. It's just super yeah fun looking as far as, you know, they're just having a blast. Right. But at one point, you kind of see Big Tom kind of stumble and fall. Yeah. And then at that point, you know, the music cuts and he's laying on the ground, and Richard says, you know, screams out, you know, somebody call nine one one. And unfortunately, in the next scene, it's you know all of them looking over, you know, the casket. Right. And unfortunately, Big Tom passed. Yeah. And so, <clears throat> yeah, we get you know this funeral, you know, very you know short funeral scene, um, you know, where uh, you see Tommy kind of you know, looking over the casket and you actually see Richard also standing there. Yeah. And, you know, we get like a scene or two where it just kind of shows him sort of walking around, kind of struggling a little bit, you know, with his dad passing. Right. He, it's kind of like, just, well, what do I do now? Yeah. He ends you know? up at the factory just yeah. all alone. It's all closed down. He's still in the funeral. Right. His, his outfit he wore yeah. for the funeral and he's just, he's very bummed out. Oh, well, yeah. To say the least. Yep. Um, and then it fades from that, and the next scene we see, some time has passed, mm-hmm. um, and he's in this little dinghy sailboat yeah. with Michelle. Right. And they're talking together about his dad, Big Tom, about how much he meant to him and right. how much he misses him. Um, but the problem is, is they're in this dinghy. He's like, you know, gosh, he's like, I'm sorry that there's no wind. You know, I can't believe there's yeah. no wind. Yeah, they're stuck out in the middle of this big yeah. lake. And these kids show up out of nowhere. Yeah. Who just start mocking Tommy, like, yeah. relentlessly for his weight. Yep. He plays it he off tries for to a play little it. while. Yeah. And, then, and then at one point, he just loses it because they're just relentless. And he stands up in the boat and he's screaming at them, telling them to shut up. And and he like, sits back down. He's like, just kind of real calm. Like, I'm really sorry about that. Yeah. You know? What hey, were you saying? your sail is limp like your dick. And yeah. he's like, watch your language in front of the lady. Right. And then the, the kids say the something kid, like, uh, hey, like, lady, there's a whale on the boat or yeah, something. Yeah, free willy. And then that's whenever he, he went to go stand up, but she ended up standing up. And then that's whenever she's like... You know, listen, you little spazoids, I know where you sleep and I know where you live. You know, I pray to God that, you know, something about, you know, your mom and, you know, yeah, what I'm going to do. your mom's going to cry when she sees, sees what I've done to you. Right. And at that point, the kids, like, take off or yeah. whatever. 
And she goes to sit back down. She's like, I was just kidding. I don't know where they actually live. <laughs> and Tommy at that point was like, that was awesome. Right. You know, so he was pretty thrilled about that. Yeah. And so we go from that kind of nice scene into, you know, kind of a crisis mode. Yeah. Um, this is when they're having this meeting that um, basically, you know, the loan that he got that the big Tom got or whatever. Right. That they're going to have to shut down the company because, right. you know, the, there's no way they're going to be able to pay it back. Exactly. Because without big Tom at the helm. Right. Who the bank knows and they know him to be a good mm-hmm. businessman. He's not there anymore. So they right. have no idea what could happen. Right. So they don't want to lend the money anymore. Exactly. And now they're contemplating selling it to this uh, businessman. Guy. Yeah. Yep. Who wants to buy the company? But he only wants to buy the company because he wants the name, he wants the, the Callahan name. Auto Parts name, right? And he, and yeah. So basically, everybody that works there is going to be out of a job. Yeah, he's just going to shut the factory down yeah, and just, just really screw over all the employees in this town, right? And Tommy does not want to let that happen. No. Um, but one funny thing about this scene, I like it. Then they um, they were talking about having to sell the company and sell it, right? And this, she must have been a, a like a a stake shareholder I in guess. the company, yeah. Because her response to that is like, no, we can't let that happen. Because if this company goes broke and all those people lose their jobs, then the whores will move in. And they all, everybody started like, oh, yeah. Paul like looked at her, said, excuse, "Say that again." Yeah, excuse me. <laughs> like, where? Why would you just immediately jump to yeah, that conclusion? Right. <laughs> that's that's a strange one to jump to. Right, but at this point, Tommy points out he's like, you know, what if I give, you know, give them everything, you know, the house, right. you His know, stake in the company, everything, everything to just help float the company just long enough, right, for him to sell the brake pads they need to sell to keep the company going, right? And they're like, wait, they're like, you're gonna, you're gonna go out and, you know, out on Big Tom's, um, right. His uh his his sales route basically right like he had this route planned out where he was just gonna travel mm-hmm. not the whole country but you know a, a, it looked like the north the northwest yeah you know a good a good portion of the country up in the north and just stop at all these big name businesses and try to get his brake pads out there right. And Tommy but was just going to take over the route and be gonna, like, I'm his son and I'll do it. Yeah, but they were like, well, hold on a second, though. You don't know anything, of, you know, no offense, <laughs> but you don't know anything about break pads. <laughs> yeah. And then the, the lady chimes in. She's like, whores just running around. And <laughs> yes. the, the guy that must have been her husband is like, yes. God, he's like, I visited a prostitute, prostitute one time during the war. My life has been a, you know, a living hell ever <laughs> since. And so... <clears throat> Um, sorry, uh, Tommy Boy is like, you're right. I don't know anything about brake pads. He's like, but he does, and he points right. towards Richard because mm-hmm. he was his dad's right hand man right. for like the longest time. So he knew all the ins and outs. That's basically what he says. He's like, you know, he knows he knows everything there's to, you know there is to know about the brake pads. Exactly. And Richard is like, time out. He's like, no way, you know, am I helping you know baby Huey out there on the road. <laughs> And then from there we see that they are out on the road. Yeah, they they actually <laughs> they actually go out on the road together. Yeah. Yes. And I love it because Tommy's sitting there and he's got French fries in one hand and a packet of ketchup in the other. 
And he squeezes the ketchup into his mouth. Oh, gosh. It's just so gross. And Richard's like, oh, he's like, I can hear you getting fatter. <laughs> and he's like, and what did I tell you about eating in the car anyway? And so he points out, you know, because um, Tommy, you know, starts making jokes, you know, about how, oh, you know, it'll ruin your appetite. And then this is whenever Richard is like, hey, he's like, you know, this isn't a vacation, okay? Right. I mean, this is, you know... Right. This is a big deal. Yes, yeah, this is real life here. The people's yeah. jobs are on the line. Exactly. Here. And so he's like, you know, let's review. And so they start reviewing. Oh, gosh. And Tommy knows nothing. He no. didn't read anything. Yeah. I love it. One of the questions involved, um, you know, the answer was like one and a half percent. Yeah, it was something like the cost of carrying yeah. a product in the warehouse or something like that. It's and like one and a half percent. And then... He got, you know, Tommy gets mad. He's like, I knew that. He's like, why can't I remember it? And <laughs> Richard's like, well, he's like, let's just use an analogy. He's like, you know, a lot of people use 6% of their brain. And how much do you use? One and a half percent. And he's <laughs> like, the rest is, you know, clogged with bong water and yes. uh, residue. <laughs> and, uh. They finally arrive, so from there we arrive at the first meeting. Yeah. And he's outside, and Tommy Boy's having himself just a real, like, I can kind of, I can identify with this. He's having a panic moment where he's just, he's really anxious. He doesn't want to, doesn't know what to do. He finally calms himself down a little bit, and David Spade, Richard's character, says, all right, are you ready? Tommy Boy's like. No, but let's do it. Yeah. And so this is where David Spade, he's like, all right, so what do we... What's our motto? He's like, "Um, we We, don't, we don't take... We take no prisoners. No, he's like, we don't take shit from no one. (laughs) Yeah. Like, no, no, we don't take no no for for an an answer. answer. He's like, we don't take no for an answer. We don't take no for an answer. And so the first couple of uh, times... I love it. There's like two or three... Yeah, you know, you see one guy say no, and he's like, okay, you know, and you just see him walk yeah. up. You Thanks know. for your time. Yeah, <laughs> and then another guy, you know, same thing. Yeah. And then we get to my favorite scene oh, of yes. all this movie. Yes. Where this one guy says, maybe. And so he's... Yeah, this is an open, because they were prepped for a no. Yeah, they were they prepped for They actually started no. to get up, but they're like, wait, maybe? Maybe. And so he, the guy's got like these car, you know, toys or whatever. Oh yeah, he's got desk. a bunch of like antique model vehicles and so on his desk. Tommy is gonna try and sell it, so he picks up one of the cars and he's like, you know, yes. let's pretend this is our, you know, this is our brand. So you know, yeah. you're driving along, and you know, here's a tire. You know, he's like, "Whoa, that was close." He's like, "Now let's see what happens when you're using the other guy's brake pads." And he picks up a different car, and he's like, "You're driving along, you're driving along. Kids are in the back back seat. I got to go to the bathroom, Daddy. Not now, damn it! Truck tire. I can't stop." And then he takes it and he starts smashing it into it. Oh yeah, over and over again. And he's like, "Oh," and he's like, "And there's a cliff." Oh, you know, and then he's like, and then he takes the lighter, which was supposed to be like the car tire. Right. And he's like, oh my God, I'm burning alive. And he lights the the toy or whatever on fire. 
And, you know, and he goes, here comes the meat wagon. <laughs> you know, the coroner gets out and is like, oh, my God. You <laughs> yeah. guys in the corner puking his guts out. Blah, blah. And he's like, all because you want to save some money on brake pads. You can just see the look on Richard's face. He can't believe what's going on. The guy can't believe what's going on. Yep. And he just tells him, he's like, get out. Get out. Now. Now. <laughs> and Tommy's like, do you validate? And he's like, now. now. <laughs> and you see them in the car or whatever. And Richard's like, that guy's probably not going to call us back. No, definitely not. <laughs> yeah. That is not going to work out for you. <laughs> but yeah, that scene just has always made me laugh so hard. Oh, yeah. That's one of the best scenes in the film. <laughs> yeah. So after that, they go to the gas station, kind of lick their wounds, and Mm -hmm. figure out where to go next. And Tommy's got the hood up. He checks the oil level. It's a quart low, and he shuts the hood. And Richard's like, well, then open the hood back and put a quart of oil in there. Right. (laughs) So he pops the hood up. He's like, tells Tommy, like, look, pump the gas. I'm going to go inside, find out where we are, and then I'm going to pay for the gas. Yep. So while Richard is inside the gas station trying to figure out where they are, Tommy is trying to get the gas yeah. nozzle into the filler neck on he, the car. But he realizes that he the it's parked too far right. away from it. Yeah. So while that while it's kind of two scenes going on at the same time. So exactly. Richard's in there and he's trying to find out he's like, you know, hey, he's like um, where's Davenport? And the guy is like twenty two miles and he doesn't even like look up from his book. Right. And Richard's like, okay, you say 22 miles, but it's not on the map. And the guy's telling him, he's like, well, he's like, get yourself a new map. Mm -hmm. And so meanwhile, we go back out to Tommy. And instead of shutting the door and going back, he leaves the door open and he starts moving the car back and it hits the uh, pole or whatever. And so you just see the door just... just folds it completely back on itself. (laughs) Yeah. And so you see, of course, see him or whatever, and he stops and he moves it back forward. And we go back into the gas station. And, you know, at this point, Richard's laying it on really thick. Oh, yeah, he's being super sarcastic because he doesn't believe what the attendant is telling him because he never looks up and looks at the map. Right. So he's just laying the sarcasm on, like, super thick. And so finally the guy is like, look, he's like... We're in Illinois. Mm-hmm. He's like, Davenport is in, you know, Iowa, which yeah. is 22 miles away. He's like, <laughs> you're in the wrong state. Get yourself a new map. Yeah. And then you just, in the background, though, the whole time you see Tommy and he's like ramming himself into the door <laughs> yes. to try and make it, you know, go. Yeah. Yeah. Go back to normal. And then at that point, Richard is like, oh. And then he asks, like, well, how much was gas? And the guy's like, well, he didn't pump any. And mm-hmm. so he goes out there and he's like, well, why didn't you pump any gas? And uh, Tommy's like, they only had diesel. Better go to the next station, you know. And so <laughs> uh, Richard goes to open the door. The door immediately falls off. Gosh, yes. And Tommy just looks at him. He's what'd like, you what, do? what'd you do? <laughs> and the look on Richard's face is just. Like, yeah, you know, he's just, in shock. Oh, yeah, I would be, I would be furious. Yeah. Just beyond upset. <laughs> <laughs>
we cut to later in Sandusky back home mm-hmm. and we see the town. Well, actually, the, the employees, I guess, have yeah. gathered at this town carnival. I think it's supposed to be like an or employee. Or a company carnival. Yeah, I think it's just supposed um, to be like an employee company and, uh, carnival night type thing. One of the executives is just trying to assure everybody, hey, it's going to be okay. We've got Tommy Boy. He's on the road. With Richard, they're going to try to sell all these brake pads well, and keep this business going. In RT or whatever from earlier is like that's one that's one apple that fell way far from. Yeah, the he's tree. like we're all doomed. Yeah, and so <clears throat> you see, um, Michelle is kind of talking to the one guy, and she's like, you know, is Tommy Boy, you know, is he doing okay? Yeah, and he's like, well, you know, hopefully. Yeah, we haven't gotten any word of any new sales. Yeah, you know, it's like, you know, hopefully it'll be okay. Yeah. And then real quick, we see Beverly and Paul. Mm -hmm. And they pass by this one girl, you know, Mommy, I want a Popsicle. And he, you know, mimics the the kid or whatever. Right, he's like, Mom, I want a Popsicle, kind of mocking the kid. And she kind of pulls his ear and he's like, ow, and... She's like, you know, if you want to act like a baby, I'll treat you like one. And then yeah. creepily, she's like, if you want to act like a big boy. And then at this point, yeah, they she's start like kissing make, him and stuff. Yeah, they start making out. It's clear they're not really mother and yeah, son. Yeah, at this point, it's obviously clear. Yeah. And Paul goes, bad mommy. And she's like, don't Ugh. say that. That's creepy. Like it wasn't creepy I, for her to say the other I thing. I know, right? <laughs> it's like, exactly. It's like, you're going to say that. He, you know, he can say the other. Right. And at this point, um, Michelle looks over and she sees them. They didn't, she didn't see him like kiss or anything like that. Right. But their body language language was, you could tell it's like closer than what a mother and son right. would be. And they kind of walk off or whatever where they can't be seen. Yeah. Cause like she's got her arm wrapped around him and mm-hmm. his arm is wrapped around her. Yeah. And not in sort of. Yeah. yeah, definitely in kind of a playful couple sort of yeah, way. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, Michelle kind of just like, huh, you know, yeah. weird or whatever, but yep. doesn't really think much about it. But then you see the two of them walk off and he's talking about, they're just kind of talking about the state of the company and how she's like, you know, I wish, you know, he was like, you know, well, with him dying and stuff like that, that's a lot easier than bleeding him dry for a year before getting divorced right. type of thing. That was going to be their original plan. Yeah. Because they're like, that way. exactly. Um, you know. Because they're fraudsters and con artists right. and whatever. She's like, yeah, she's like, but I wish that he would have left some cash and, you know, um, He's just talking about how, you know, well, with when the company folds he's, and stuff like that, that, you know, that that's rapidly going to, you know, approaching. Right. Then, They're just going to sell the company. Mm-hmm. And then this is when they'll get their big payday. Right. And I love it because he goes, here's the thing, okay? Beverly is both the the brains and the beauty. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's definitely plans. just the muscle, basically. Uh, yeah. But that's just it. He's just so stupid. So he sees a Callahan auto parts sign or whatever, and he starts to pee on it. Yeah. And... The problem with that, though, is that there's, like, electrical stuff behind it. So whenever he pees on it, it sends him flying backwards. Yeah. You know? He's laying on the ground, Mm kind of wheezing. Yep. And it fades from there, and we're back on the road with Tommy and Richard. And they're driving along, arguing about their most recent uh, failure in the sailing process. Yep. And uh, a deer pops up in the middle of the road, and they come to a screeching halt 
and the scene fades really fast just before the car reaches the deer and it pops back up and both of them are standing outside of the vehicle and they're standing over this what they believe to be a dead deer laying in the middle of the road yeah and they're that actually David spade is just hit yeah well and they start crying they're both yeah like, you know it's like well maybe if you hadn't been you know so mean and stuff you would have noticed them and he's like you know, telling him to shut up. It's not my <laughs> fault. And they're just like both crying or whatever yeah. over this deer. It's like, well, what are we going to do? And then at this point, we see they've actually taken the deer and put it in the back yep. seat, mm-hmm. which is beyond stupid. Oh, yeah. That's not that's not a great idea. Yeah. No. Um, probably one of the better things to do would be to leave try it. to leave it on the side or of the road maybe, and then call animal control or call somebody and say, hey. I just hit this wild animal with my car. Mm-hmm. It's at such and such near, right. you know, whatever land markers you can give them. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like you said, you see they've loaded the the deer up in the car. And um, they're just driving along with this dead deer in the back of the vehicle. <laughs> and they arrive to their next meeting point. Right. So they're walking through this office area. And they're... Again, trading talking points, and Tommy's, you know, telling Richard, hey, what's your rush anyway? And Richard's like, oh, I don't know, maybe a rotting deer carcass in the back seat of my car. Yeah, That's all. he's like, it's not an air freshener, it's a dead deer that, you know, is going to start rotting in the back of the car. Yes, exactly. And uh, so they make it to the back room, back room, <laughs> they make it to the, the CEO's office, right? and they're talking about sale and you have richard trying to make the sale because he told tommy out in the hallway look let me take point yeah he's like watch and learn exactly tells tommy and he's trying to make the sale and he's trying his best to talk and sell just like how big tom would right but then this guy interrupts richard and says stop right there you know i don't like you you're a smug little man who likes to talk down to people like they're idiots meanwhile you know tommy's trying to hold back his yeah he's snickering and laughing yep and this is when the this guy they're meeting with looks to tommy i'm and he you know you know asked basically asked him like is there something funny and no no i'm sorry he looks at Tommy and he says, look, you know, I'm really sorry about your dad. Yeah. But, you know, I'm just going to have to stop buying from you. Yep. And now Tommy is trying to save the cell. He, so he starts using his dad's phrases just like his dad would. Yeah. But he screws them up royally. Yeah, things like, you know, you know, I could stick my head up a butcher's ass. And then he's like, but wait, no. no. It has to be your bull. It has and, to be your bull. Yeah, or Richard, is it your butcher? Or <laughs> Yeah, Richard's just sitting there like, wow. Yeah, and then, he's really screwing it. Because like the phrase that his dad used to always use was actually, you you could stick your head up a bull's. Bull's ass. But I would rather take the butcher's word for yeah, it. Yeah, it was something like that. But... He's really spazzing out. And at this and point, then, yeah. he just he just loses it. And he just is like, you know, he just stands up and he's like, you know, my head's going to explode. He's like, you know, we're so close from like losing the company and yep. we just killed Bambi. Yes, in the backseat. You know, it's like, and this is whenever he takes his hands and he's like, 
you know, every time that we're driving, I just want to, you know, steer the, you know, the grab wheel. the wheel and drive it into a bridge embankment. Yeah, and at that <laughs> point, he just takes his his hands and he just like you grabs know, run, his hair, grabs and... his hair, and so now his hair is all sticking out and yeah. stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's got one of these. He's got a weird look on his face, and this guy just looks at him like. Yeah, we're not. We're yeah. done here. Yeah. And so You're they leave. Nuts. <laughs> and so they leave the office, sail again, fell through completely. Mm-hmm. And they're on the road fighting. And, you know, Richard is just like, dude, you know, you keep spazzing out and you keep causing these sails to fall through. Yeah. And Well, and it was kind of funny, though, because Tommy's like, yeah, he's like, you told me to watch and learn. He's like, I tell you what, I was watching. Yeah. And then at this point, you see the deer starts to move in the back seat. Right. And, um, yeah, the, the deer is very much alive. And deer freaks out, you know, and... Right, they have to like pull over and they, they quickly they jump over. out of the vehicle, and then this is when the, the deer, deer like just destroys oh, the yeah. car, destroys the entire thing. Yeah, I mean, trying to get out, and you just see antlers, you know, are going everywhere, mm-hmm. and you know, takes out the the soft top of the convertible, just everything, and yeah. then finally you just see the deer, and he's standing on top of the car, right, and then he you know takes off. <laughs> Which is and, funny, like, their reaction is exactly probably what I think me or anybody else would do, because that scene happened so fast and so furious, mm-hmm. you can only imagine if it happened in real life. Right. It would probably be something that could happen within just a matter of seconds, and then... But I like the Gone, two, it's done, your car is destroyed. But I like the two separate reactions. So obviously yeah. Richard is just horrified. Which would because, be me. Yeah. would be like, that did not happen. Please tell me that and did that's, not happen. That's what he was saying. Meanwhile, my response, if it wasn't my car, would have been Tommy's, which is, that was awesome. Because, <laughs> yeah, didn't, um, uh, that reminds me, but whenever we... You told me this story this one time when you were in driver's ed. Oh, yeah. Like, this one girl, when she was driving, she accidentally hit a cow. She hit a cow. And you were like, holy cow. Yeah. And your driving instructor's like, not now, Laura. Exactly. <laughs> yep. I like that. That, that just makes me laugh. <laughs> yep. Um. So, car's destroyed. Yep. It's just, this just gone from bad to worse to worse to even mm-hmm. more worse. Think, and we see now that they have uh, made their way to a motel for the night. Which also had a deer on it, which yeah. I thought was kind of funny. The Deer Glen Motel. Yes. And uh, Richard and Tommy are sitting in their bed together. Well, not their bed. Separate yeah. beds. Well, and a commercial is on TV for Zelensky Auto Parts. Well, and if, real quick, um, Tommy had the window open, and so like there's all these like moths and stuff. Oh yeah, that's right. And which is kind of stupid. Why would you have the window open like that? He said that it was hot. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. But anyway, so like you said, so this commercial for Zelensky Auto Parts comes on, mm-hmm. and um, Zelensky is played by uh, Dan Aykroyd. And it's just like this traditional commercial that you would see. Right. And after the commercial, um, Tommy Boy is like, hmm, you know what? He seems like a nice guy. And Richard's like, <laughs> yeah, this right. is the guy that's trying to buy out your company. And exactly. your response is, hmm, he looks like a nice guy. And he's <laughs> yeah. like, well, he does. 
He may seem like a nice guy on TV, but it's yeah. a front. Yeah. It's a TV commercial. He wants you to buy his stuff. It's and probably so, not a nice guy. I think this is uh, where the phone rings and it's yeah. Michelle. Mm-hmm. And at this point, uh, at this point, Richard gets up and he's like, could we get any more moths in here? <laughs> he's and vacuuming moths. Yeah, so. he starts vacuuming moths. And um, Michelle, I guess, was, yeah, on the phone with Tommy and... Yeah. She, you know, he kind of tells her, he's like, you know, you know, can I call you back? Is what he says. And so yeah, because like, Richard's making noise, vacuuming moths, and yeah. just causing a big scene. And he just, he finally asks Richard, he's like, what's your problem? And he's like, really? He's like, do you even have to ask? He's like, <laughs> my car's destroyed. We haven't yep. made a single sale. Mm-hmm. And if we don't sell 500,000 brake pads by like the end of the week, the whole factory is going under. And the one person who should care about it, you, doesn't. And so <clears throat> at this point, he's, Tommy is trying to figure, you know, make Richard a little bit happy. Yeah, he's, he decides this is, this is that famous scene where he yeah. puts on the coat. Yeah, he puts on, he puts on Richard's coat. Yeah, and does and, a whole move. Fat you know, guy in a little coat and he's dancing. Fat guy in a little coat. Yes. And he goes to flex and rips the coat. Right down well, the middle in the he's back. He's like, Richard, what's happened? And like you said, he flexes. And so, yeah, Gosh. it just rips the entire coat. And yes. he's just like, uh-oh. You know, yeah. you just see the look on Richard's face. Yeah, which is right, <laughs> right there. That's like Richard's point summed up in one scene. Yeah. You have this guy who should care deeply right. about his father's company and all of the employees who yep. will be jobless and possibly homeless yeah because there's and instead he's goofing around like a big lunatic exactly and and it's just it sums it up with that and we cut to the next day and they're back on the road in the car (laughs) car's got no door it's most of the windows are knocked out yep the convertible top roof is gone Mm -hmm. because the deer shredded it they had to pull it off yep um and they're fighting over a radio station. Tommy first changes it to like a kind of a a hard metal rock and roll station. Yeah. And Richard's like, no, 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 I don't like this song. And he changes it to what sounds a little more poppy. Yeah. And Tommy's like, no, 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 no. And he changes it. He thinks he's going to change it back to the first station. They start singing and like they're crying and... Said you'd be coming back this way again, baby. <laughs> you know, they're just, they're singing and then. Yes, they're, they're belting like, it out. I love you. Yes. And then all of a sudden the. Um, the hood the flies, flies up. up. And of course they start screaming and they can't see. Yes. All these cars, cars are coming at them. Yes, all over the road. And one point Tommy slows down. Uh, just long enough, and the hood falls back down. But they see a semi truck, right? And then it pops back up, right? Yeah, right before the. So he swerves all over the road, and and he finally comes to a stop on the side. He swerves, and whenever he does, he hits a sign which takes off the hood. Oh, that's right. That's right. The hood flies off. Yeah, and so at that point, yeah, they're like they're in front of this like prehistoric forest thing or whatever. And this is whenever, like, Richard just kind of loses it on him. Oh, yeah. I'm because, surprised it took this long. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's kind of funny. He He's like, 
you know, whenever we stopped for gas this morning, I think I told you to put oil in. Right. And Tommy's like, look, he's like, oil has nothing to do with this. He's like, I put in such and such. And he's like, true. He's like, you know, except for, you know, if you left the can in there, you waste the space. <laughs> yeah. And you see this this metal oil can yep. still stuck inside the crankcase filler yep. neck. And, you know, obviously that sticks up further than the air filter deal. And you can't shut the hood properly. Right. Yeah, like you said, he calls him. You know, except you can't shut the hood if the oil can's still in there, you big waste of space. Yeah, I swear and this to God, you're useless. Yeah, that hurt Tommy's feelings. Mm-hmm. And he's like, look, I'm not useless. I'm trying my best. I'm just, I just keep, you know, things keep happening. Well, and this is whenever, you know, he, um, Richard tells him, he's like, yeah, he's like, you know what? Your dad could sell a ketchup pop- popsicle to a woman in white gloves. And yeah. he's like... Ketchup popsicle. He's like, yeah. He's like, I learned everything I know from your dad. I didn't have a dad, you know, but you, you right. know, you had, you know, him and right. You had him your whole life, and you took him for granted. Basically, yeah, is what exactly. he's telling him. And you know, I this point, I kind of feel a little bit bad for Richard's character. Yeah, because he's, you know, he tells him that he didn't didn't ever really had a dad. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons why he was jealous of Tommy, because mm-hmm. he had a dad who cared, who right, loved him, right. and was doing all this stuff for him. Right. And so at that point, Tommy is like, you know, get out of the car. It's go time. Yeah. And so <laughs> Richard's like, you know, there's a big rhino at the door. Yeah, he's making fun of Tommy's size yeah. and weight, and Tommy's like, oh, no, he keeps mocking him and back he's and like, forth. You know, little boy. Yeah, you scared little boy. And Richard gets out of the car. He's like, oh, no, I'm not scared. Let's go. Yeah. And so he gets out of the car and he, like, stands toe-to-toe with Tommy. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Tommy's like, all right, come on, let's go, let's go. He's like, I'll give you the first shot. (laughs) Which is a pretty good shot. Yeah, he he, gets him right in the face. Yeah, he's like, you know, it's like, is that all you got? But he's clearly shaken Mm -hmm. by the hit. And so he smacks him again and he keeps... Richard keeps landing blows, but Tommy keeps running his mouth yeah. after everyone without, and he doesn't do it's anything. Like if I, wanted, keeps, a, if I yeah. wanted a kiss, I'd ask your mom or whatever. So Richard he, picks up this two by four and wails on him, just right in the face, smacks him across the side of the face and knocks Tommy out. And then he's like, "Hey, look, prehistoric forest!" And he, <laughs> he just, just drops walks away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so it fades from that, and now they're at this diner called the Cluck Bucket. Yeah. And so they're sitting at the date, the table, waiting for their waitress. She finally shows, and she's looks takes one look at Tommy's face, and she goes, "Oh my gosh, what happened to your face?" Well, at first he he was asking because he's like, you know, gosh, she's like, my face really hurts. Oh, that's right, yeah. And you know, um, Richard, he keeps asking if there's a mark on there because he's like, there's a it hurts here, not yeah. so much here or here, yeah, but right and in you this can area. See, like, sure enough, I mean, it's black oh. and blue where he got hit by the two by four, very well defined two yeah. by four mark. But mark. Richard, you know, passes off like, nope, don't nope, see anything, don't see a thing, you're yep. fine, yep. And then that's whenever the waitress comes up to take the orders and she's like, Jesus, what happened to your face? And he, <laughs> she's like, I knew it, yeah, I knew it, see, I told you, yeah. And he wants to order, you know, some chicken wings. Yeah, and she tells him that the chicken, I mean, I'm sorry, the kitchen is yeah, closed. closed for now. And They're basically only... all you can order is cold stuff. Yeah, and desserts. Yeah. And he's like, 
you know, man, he's like, those chicken wings would really hit the spot. Are you sure it's closed? And this would be me if I was a waitress. She, <laughs> she's like, let me check. And then she's like, yep, it's, it's closed. closed. <laughs> <laughs> that would definitely be me. Yeah. <laughs> and poor Tommy, he's, he, this around about this time, he kind of, he has a little pity party rant. Yep. He's talking about how. He's like, you know what? And he asks like the waitress what her name is. And she says, Helen. And he's like, Helen, you look like a Helen. And he's like, Helen, we're both in sales. Let yeah. me tell you why I suck as a salesman. And he picks up a role and he does like this whole thing where right. he's like, you know, this role, let's just say it's my sale. It's like a pet. Yeah. You know, and he, you know, goes on and on about how, you know, oh, I love my pet. And he's like, you're like petting at it. it and stuff. And then he's like, and then I just take it and I, you know, and he just takes the roll and just like crushes it. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, oh, he's like, I killed it. <laughs> and then he takes the roll and he throws it and he's like, and that's where people like us, you know, blah, blah, blah. And she just looks at him and she's like, God, you're sick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then she's like, I tell you what, she's like, you know, I'll I'll start the fryers and I'll throw some wings on for you. Yeah. And then he, you know, he thanks her and he's like, Tommy likey, Tommy like wingies. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Now, I didn't, I've, I've never been a big fan of that, that line, that scene oh, really? right there. It's just kind of, uh, it's. It's a little too childish. Yeah. You know, just it just it just looks weird. Yeah. To well, me. And then at that point Richard is like, you know, did that board knock something loose? And Tommy's like, What are you talking about? And he's like, That one eighty you just pulled on the waitress. He's like, Why can't you sell like that? Right. And he's like he's like, I don't know. He's like, I figured if we didn't get the wings, so what? We still got that meat lover's pizza in the trunk. Which, ugh. Ugh. Yeah. Gross. Exactly. Yeah. And this is where Richard starts making his point. He's like, you know what? You know why you made that? Why you got her to get you those wings? He's like, because you were comfortable. Yeah. You were in your element and you were just, you were comfortable while you were speaking. You weren't overthinking it. You were just doing your thing. Well, and he says too, like, there's two kinds of smarts. And he's like, book smart, which waved bye-bye to you a long time ago. (laughs) And then there's street smart, which is, you know, like the ability to notice other people, you know, notice other people and right. what they want. He's, he was like, your dad had that. Right, exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> which is one of the things that made him such a great salesman. Right. Which right there, of course, is Richard's point. Exactly. And uh, one thing I just like about, I don't really like, it's just funny. Richard gets his shrimp cocktail right about this yeah. time while he's <laughs> talking about all this. And he picks one of the shrimps up and it's butterfly and he looks at it and he goes, ugh. Why why do I always have to take a the poop shootout? Yeah. Which before they cook that shrimp, before yeah. they prepare it, part of the preparation process is they're supposed to devein it. Yeah. Before they go to cook it and send it out to you. Exactly. Because, yeah, gross. Yeah, someone's gonna get sick by yeah. eating that. Yeah. Eating yeah, shrimp shit. But I I, <laughs> I guess it's you know, that's what you get for eating at a roadside diner, basically. Right. right. <laughs> But yeah, Richard's making his point and he's telling him just, he's giving him a little pep talk. He's like, man, if you could just keep that magic going, what yeah. happened there. Right. You know, we, we can start selling these brake pads. Right. So we, we cut from that. And, uh, so after, after their dinner and everything, 
Um, so now we see Richard and Tommy go to their uh, next cell, and it's not going super well. Richard's kind of trying to take point again, and the guy's not liking it. Well, is this the sale? Is this the sale? Whenever the guy's complaining because there's not a guarantee on the box. Yeah, he's yeah. he's like, you know, you don't have a guarantee on the box. Yeah. And Tommy's point is, we have always guaranteed every one of our auto points, auto parts. 100 percent and the guy's like i know he's like but there's no guarantee like that's that's the guy's issue he wants this guarantee on the box right which makes sense you know it's good marketing it lets people know 100 percent without a doubt it's got a back again again though tommy tries to do the whole bull and butcher thing and richard you know stops him no stop yeah and then he he just tells he tells him he's like chicken wings and Tommy boy is like chicken wings, and then he he you know approaches the guy and he's you know talking about how why do people put you know warranties on the box you know it's to make them feel good right and he's right. like yeah he's like makes a man feel good you know and he's like his whole point is basically about the warranties like you know i could crap in a box and put warranty on there yeah i could slap a warranty on it if it makes you feel better right basically his whole thing is yes these parts have warranty stamped on the box right but you don't know 100 percent if they're actually going to stand behind these products 100 percent. you know we will and we have every single time right and, you know, we'll slap a warranty on there if you want to, but you know us and you know it's going to be fine. Right. And so at that point, Tommy Boy is like, basically, buy, you know, buy from us. Yeah. And he's like, okay, I'll buy from you. And they're like, what? Yeah, they, they took him back because <laughs> yeah. they're not used to hearing a yes. Exactly. So they're like super excited and they're like, oh, right. You know, we actually you know, we made a sale. Right. Um, It cuts from there and we see... The faux mom and son. Yeah, and they're are, the mom. The faux mom is in bed, all dressed up, all sexy. Right, and she's you know telling him to come to bed, and he is trying to figure out this plan. And he comes up with this plan. He's like, you know, if we stop the trucks, we'll stop Tommy Boy. Meanwhile, she's not super worried. She's like, they've only made one sale. Right, because you know, obviously, word got out because right. you know. But yeah, yeah, she's like, it's only one sale. They're not going to be able to make it. Right. And But he's obsessed. He's like, yeah. look, we got to make sure this doesn't go right. through. And so he's like, you know what? If we stop the trucks, we stop Tommy Boy. Exactly. So. And so it comes from there and we see that he has made it to the factory. He's he's driven to the Callahan factory and he's yeah. going to go sabotage all of their delivery trucks. Right. But they have a guard dog. Well, Who? he he gets out of the car or whatever, and he's got a gun. And sure enough, like you said, this guard dog comes running and almost gets him, but the right. leash isn't long enough to right. for him to get it. And so he's got the gun, and at first it almost looked like he was going to shoot out the tires, but then he notices it says flammable. Yeah. And so he kind of he gets back into the car, and whenever he gets back in. It's it's the kind where um, when you shut the door, the yeah the seatbelt seat retractor thing yep. comes sliding on this little motor thing, right? Which and I hated. I know, right? And so that's just it. So he got back in the car and it did that. And so whenever it did, the gun went off and it hit um, 
one of the signs. Yeah. And it broke broke it loose. And whenever it did, the sign came down and breaks the chain on the yep. dog. And the dog got into the car and attacks them. Little canine missile mm-hmm. comes flying into the car. Exactly. And the scene fades on Paul being just mauled by this dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, we see Tommy and Richard are at the hotel and they're celebrating their yep. first sell. And, uh, you know, Tommy's like, hey, I'm going to go out and I'm going to go, you know, get us something to celebrate with. I'm going to go grab a pizza. Yeah, I'm going to go grab a pizza. So he leaves the hotel. And while he leaves, Richard gets up and he looks out the window and he sees this chick on out beside the pool. She's wearing a robe. She's clearly getting ready to go swimming, probably, you know, skinny dipping or whatever. Right. While he's watching her do this. He sees Tommy walk by, and he's like, Tommy, don't do your weightlifting routine. Don't do your weightlifting routine. And sure enough, Tommy's like, you know. where the weight room is? Yeah, he's like, I was just looking for the gym, blah, blah, blah. And he walks by. And so, you know, long scene short, Richard watches this woman undress, takes her robe off, takes her swimsuit off, and jumps in the pool. Well, right about the time she jumps in the pool, Tommy comes into the hotel, and Richard jumps into action, springs, runs away from the window, runs to the bed, mm-hmm. and he starts trying to play it off. He's like, oh, yeah, I was just going through some papers in my briefcase. And and uh, Tommy's like, well, but your briefcase is all the way over here. And if they're in the briefcase, <laughs> yeah. how are you going over the papers? Richard, were you watching Spank Vision? <laughs> yes. Yeah, because the TV's on also. Yeah. And this is when Tommy opens up the blinds and sees this woman down skinny dipping in the pool. And he's like, you were watching that girl, yeah. weren't you? Oh, she's a pretty girl down there. Yeah, Richard's like, yep, sure is. Okay, yep. good night. Yeah. <laughs> and then later they're both laying in their beds and... And uh, Tommy Boy is like, who's your favorite little rascal? Was it Alfalfa or is it Spanky? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which as, my, as a kid, that went way over my head. Oh, yeah. Yeah, totally <laughs> mine too. Yeah. And uh, it fades from there. And now we see uh, Tommy. It's We get this kind of... It's kind of a montage of them getting all these things. Yeah, you, you see them from in various meetings, yeah, and you keep hearing the word yes from yes. these guys. And then at one point, one guy is like, yes. And then he's like, by the way, did you eat paint chips as a kid? <laughs> did she? Yeah. Yes, I love that part. Yeah. And in the meantime, while they're making these cells, you see Michelle back home in Sandusky. She is getting the info, and she's putting it in her computers. Yep. She's typing in, you know, overnight emergency order on every single one of them. Right. And so once we finish off with that, now we see Rob Lowe is in Michelle's office. And he is actually changing all of the orders from emergency one yeah. day to and, two weeks out. You know, and some week of them, out. he even changed them from like brake pads to like different... Right, um, like mufflers yeah. or oil filters, uh, things like this. Right. And right about that... He finishes that. He goes to shut the monitor off, and Michelle starts to walk in the room. So he quickly grabs the phone and acts like he was talking to somebody. But then you hear that busy signal yep. that pops up. And if He's you don't like, dial something fast enough. He pretended enough, like he was talking to his mom. Yeah. All right. Yeah, mom. Yeah, I'll, I'll do that. You know, and then you hear that, that little. Yeah. I should not try to imitate that noise. A Michael Winslow, I am not. No. So he plays it off, and he gets up, and, you know, he's talking to her about, hey, you know, 
so how about Tommy and, you know, he's out there doing pretty good. And she's like, oh, yeah, you know, he's he's really great. And uh, Paul sits down and there's this little vacuum tube in the corner of her room mm-hmm. where she uses she to put work orders, orders in yeah. and sends them off to shipping receiving. So he sits down and his shirt gets caught in this vacuum tube deal. And it sucks his shirt and, like, rips it right off of his body. And he's like, I gotta go. Yeah, he quickly, he just acts like nothing happened. He just grabs his jacket. He's like, all right, well, I gotta go. And then the next scene, Richard is um, outside with uh, breakfast donuts and everything. And he has a call, you know. um, Mm, Breakfast donuts. I know. I want some now. And anyway, he gets excited (laughs) because they've made their uh, quota. Yes, yeah, he's outside the door, and he is knocking on the door, pretending, pretending to be housekeeping. Housekeeping? He's like, housekeeping, do you want me to turn your sheets? Housekeeping, do you want me to do this? Do you want me to do that? Housekeeping, you want me to suck you off? And Ugh. then... And then... Yeah, yeah. Tommy gets up, he's like, what, wait a second. He's like, what kind of hotel is this? And <laughs> yeah. then he opens the door, and it's Richard. He's like, oh, it's you. And that's whenever Richard tells him the good news, you know... Yeah, He's like by my calculations, you know, we've over we oversold, and so yeah, he made like one last sell that morning, actually, mm-hmm. just over the phone. Yeah, and that put him well over what they needed. And so you know, they're like. He's like, we did it, and he. They're like, yeah, we did it. Yeah, we did it. We he, did it. He drops the. Uh, he drops the um, sheet or whatever. He's like, oh, Richard, hold me. He's got these real like small, small tight fitting yeah. underwear on, like. And Richard looks down and he's like, yikes. And, and he's like, don't hide from your feelings. <laughs> I will hide. Yeah. I and will hide very far. We get, you know, a little music montage of them, you know, all excited. Yeah, and driving they're driving back, home. And you know. As they pr- cross state lines, you know how radio stations yeah. change. You know, you always got to hunt a new station right. down. Well, as the radio stations change, you know, you've got these different songs playing. You've got R.E.M.'s End of the World. Yep. Um... I keep forgetting. Um, Come on, Eileen was on Come on, Eileen, yeah. And they're singing along, just having a great time the whole way. And they finally, they make it back home. But we found out, once they get home, that it's not all sunshine and lollipops. Nope. It's revealed that a computer error, what they're calling a computer error, occurred. And so things got shipped incorrectly. And so, unfortunately, they're not, you know, that yeah. it's not going to happen. Tommy's like, well, we'll just call them and tell them yeah. what happened and see if they work with us. And, and he's like, it's too late. Half of them have already canceled the orders right, on us. Right, You know, it's over. Yep. Um, we we have to sell, basically. Yep. Um, and so, now we see Tommy, you know, Michelle's in her office. And she's packing, she's packing up her, her stuff. things. Yep. yep. And Tommy walks in, and he, and and I can't blame him. He really just kind of well. First, she jumps the blames gun. And, her basically. Well, first of all, she jumps the gun and blames herself, and you know, is talking about how you know you probably hate me for ruining your life, right? You know that kind of stuff. He's and, like, no, no. He's like, but maybe if you used a filing system like everybody else, right? And this, you and know, insults she, her and stuff. She, but she's well. She even says she's like, look, she, you know, she's like, it was right when I put it in the computer. Is right, what she says, yeah, because I think doesn't she have a printout of it know. or something? But yeah, she's defending herself. Yeah, she's like, I know it was right whenever I put it in the computer. Yeah, and 
Tommy says something else. I think this probably was actually when he kind of gave her he crap said, about not using filing cabinets well, like he everybody else. Right. He mentioned the file cabinets and stuff, and she was talking about, she was defending herself. And then he said something like, well, maybe if you hadn't been such a rebel, you know, that's we could have, right. you said. know, we could have won or whatever. And yeah, that's, that's right. whenever she, you know, takes off or whatever. Yeah, she goes off. She takes off running like, mm-hmm. like a teenage girl who had just been told by her parents she can't go out with her friends or something right (laughs) so she takes off running and we see she's at the airport she's going to buy a ticket to cuyahoga Cuyahoga falls Falls. yeah like where her parents live yeah and so yeah she's gonna buy this ticket well she sees uh mom and um she sees the mom yeah, and brother. Yeah, mom and son. Yeah. Yeah. Like making out and kissing Oh, yeah. Hardcore. He's like grabbing her rear end yeah, and everything. all like, that kind of stuff. And so she stops and she, you know, she leaves that desk and she, you know, makes a phone call and she yeah. asks, you know, is detective so-and-so, you know, available, which is supposed to be her brother. Right. And so from there we go to... Tommy and Richard are obviously depressed and Tommy's driving and Richard is next to him in the car drunk yes. from, you know, beer and stuff. Yes. And, you know, yeah, they're driving along. and Yeah, and Tommy's telling him, like, look, dude, stop drinking because yeah, it's you can illegal. get me in trouble. Yeah, it's illegal to drink, you know, in the car. Yeah. And so <clears throat> he... He makes a move or something like that, and so the cops start going after him. Well, Richard is like, you know, well, we've got bigger problems. He's like, it's coming back up and goes yeah. to throw up inside the car. Yeah, and, and that causes him to swerve along the road. Right, and then that's whenever the cops, you know, light him up and everything. And mm-hmm. at this point, um, uh, Tommy is like, you know, hold on. He's like, I have an idea. Right. And you see him, and he's swerving all over the place. <laughs> yeah. and. You see poor Richard is, you know, obviously drunk and not, you know, doing so hot. Right. And you just see, you know, he's like, okay, he's like, whenever I stop the car, get out and start running. And, yeah, Richard's you know, like, that won't be too hard. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's just it. So they stop the car, like, in this, like, little field or whatever. And they yep. they get out. And all of a sudden, all you hear is bees. And they're, like, screaming and stuff like that. And the cops are like, what the hell? You know, they stop and... Yeah, they're telling them. The, the police are yelling back at Tommy and Richard, you know, just roll on the ground or something. And they Tommy were tearing and Richard, my flesh. Yeah, it's too late. It's too late. Save yourselves. And the two officers look at each other and, like... I'm allergic, I'm allergic to, to, bees. to bees. And the other guy's like, so am I. Yeah. And they take off. Well, they which... just like, we'll, we'll send somebody, uh, you know, back to help you. And yeah, they just take off. Yeah, that wouldn't really happen in real life. No. But yeah. yeah. And then I love it, you know, because they both stop and, you know, holy shnikes, that worked. Yeah. <laughs> and so um, you see uh, Richard or whatever, and he's like on his, you know, knees and stuff like that uh, by this billboard. And he's like, oh, he's like, I just puked on an anthill. And he's like, man, he's like, they look really pissed. <laughs> and then at that point, um, Tommy looks up at the billboard. It's the yep. Zelensky, you know, billboard. Mm-hmm. And he's like, that's, you know, that's it. Right. And Richard's like, oh, he's like, it doesn't feel like that's it. He's like, I don't remember eating that. <laughs> and he's like, no. And he points again to the billboard. He's like, Zelensky, he's like... If we go to Chicago, he's like, maybe if I just talk to him, you know, he'll he'll let me keep the company. Yeah. And yeah, 
you know, they're... he's gonna go try to rationalize with a high-powered businessman. Well, but I love it though too because he's like, you know, you've seen the commercials. He seems like a nice guy. Yeah, he's yeah. just portraying. I know somebody to sell parts. He really does not right. give a rip about anybody else but himself. Well, which is evident later on. We see in the film, right? But anyway, so they're like, all right, well, we got to get to Chicago, and Richard's like, Chicago. Yep. And then at that point, yeah, we see. Richard, you know, they're at the airport. Richard is trying to get him a flight to Chicago. Mm -hmm. And he's explaining to this woman, you know, I need a direct flight, you know, as soon as possible. And it's an emergency. Got no seats. It's all booked up. Yeah. But I just, I love the lady though, because she, (laughs) she's like no help whatsoever. Oh, I can get you on this flight to wherever. And he's like, no, he's like, I need a direct flight to Chicago. Yeah, and then she looks again, and she's like, well, I can get you on a 5 o'clock flight from Chicago. Will that help? Yeah. And he's like, you know, hi, have you know, this is Earth, have we met? And she's she's like, like, I don't think think so. so. (laughs) And then at that point, you know, he's trying to tell Tommy, he's like, you know, yeah, there's no direct flights to Chicago, there's not even any standby type of thing. And, of course, (laughs) we see, like, these... um, not pilots, I guess. Uh, there are a couple of flight, flight attendants, attendants walk by. Yeah, these two guy flight attendants. And yeah. he's like, you know, I've got a plan. And Richard's like, yikes. <laughs> and so now we see him. They're on the plane and they're, you know, dressed up as flight attendants. Right. And um, the female flight attendant is like, oh, good. You know, I thought we were going to be shorthanded. And she tells them, you know, you guys take coach. Um and, you know, at this point, um, let's see, Tommy is like, look, he's like, you know, you get on the horn, I'll throw some peanuts, we'll be in Chicago before before we know it. Exactly. And so, sure enough, Richard gets onto the intercom, and he's explaining where the exits are. Oh, yeah, he doesn't know where they, yeah. Tommy doesn't know where they are, he's just pointing random yeah. areas. Everybody's kind and, of staring at him, and yeah, and uh, I love it. He's like, you know, seatbelts. He's like, you take the big hand, you take the little hand. Yeah, and, you know, he's like, you know what? If you don't know how to use a seatbelt, you know, yeah, I'm tell gonna send Tommy, Tommy back there, and he'll hit you because you're a moron. Yeah, I'll have him smack you in the head with a tack hammer because you're a moron. <laughs> and then he, um, let's see. Tommy, at this point, you know, is going to show them um, how to use, like, the flight or the float whatevers. Right, right. He's demonstrating how to use the uh, flotation devices in case of a water landing. But, the problem, but Tommy grabs the child's one. Yeah, and, and he puts it on his neck yeah. and he pulls the tabs and he's like, oh, he's like, I like, can't, I can't breathe. breathe. And, like, assaults this one woman. Yeah. This old woman sitting in the front. Like, he's not assaulting her, but he's, like, grabbing her and... He reaches and grabs her pin and like stabs the right. flotation device to deflate it. Exactly. And he full, it finally pulls it off, and you know David Spade's like, "Yeah, he's just a big lovable lug, isn't he, guys?" Yeah. Um. So time has passed. the The flight is coming into Chicago, and Richard says, "All right, we need to change so we can just get off the flight and go." Richard hops into this bathroom. And he changes, like, within a matter of seconds. Like, right. Like, two seconds went by and he comes out. And you see Dave, you see Tommy's face. He's looking at Richard, looking around. Like, how did he do that that fast? Exactly. And so Richard tells him, like, all right, your turn. Tommy goes inside. He goes to change. 
But in true Tommy Boy fashion, like, it's just a big mess. Exactly. He He's trying to put clothes on, but he keeps, like, he knocks the toilet seat off. He's bumping into the walls, into the doors, causing a mess. He's causing noises. And finally, at one point, Tommy actually just comes flying out of the, uh, just comes flying out of the the bathroom, just knocks the door down yeah. and lands in the <laughs> aisleway of the airplane. Yep. Um, <laughs> and so we the next thing we see is they are riding the cab and they're going over what they're going to be, what their goal is. They're going over what their goal is, they're talking, and they reach their destination and Tommy is rubbing the green... yeah green evergreen car freshener tree all yeah. over him uh, richard's like what are you doing he's like well i i smell i perspire whenever i'm nervous and right. he's like dude you smell like a cabbie and the you know the cab driver <laughs> yeah. like looks back there and gives him a look um not that that's a bad thing yeah not that that's a bad him. thing and so they finally arrive and tommy yells out the address real quick we're here and they like stop real fast and tommy smacks his head on the forward divider on this cab. Yeah. The cabbie actually is like laughing. Yeah, I would be laughing too a little bit actually. I'm not going to lie. Right. Um, so they get out and they look up and this is massive, just like super tall office building. And they're like, all right, let's do this. So they march right inside the building. They've, you know, got purpose. They're going to, they're on a mission and they split up. Dave goes one way, I mean, Richard goes one way, and Tommy goes the other way. I'm like, who's Dave? <laughs> yeah, David Spade, sorry. Oh. Um, so, so Tommy goes into this bank area, and right. they're basically trying to figure out, like, where they're supposed to go. Well, and he, the first thing he says is, listen up, this will only take a second. Yeah, and he at that screams point, it, like, everybody assumes he's robbing the place. Yeah, everybody, like, drops to the, the ground, including the security officers. Right, who have guns, yeah. and they just immediately throw their guns to him. And at first, it takes him a second, he's like, oh, gosh. And yeah, then he just, he like, takes off. off cause, and then at that point, you see the cops or whatever are also coming in that direction, and he finds Richard, and he tells him, he's like, walk slow. Yeah. And so, you know, he's like, what's going on? And then a kid points at Tommy, he's like... Hey, he's like, that's the guy that just tried to rob the bank. Right. And he's like, I didn't, you know, he's like, um, what do you say? He's like, I didn't rob a yeah, bank. Yeah, he's like, he's- I didn't rob a bank. He's like, yeah, and uh, you're the, it was some other fat guy. Yeah, or something like that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so David Spade's like, you robbed the bank? He's like, I didn't rob a bank. Yeah. And they, they get elevator, elevator door opens, yeah. they get in, and turns out Mr. Zelensky is in the elevator yeah, with them. Yeah, they're both kind of, like, nudging and... Yeah, hey, it's He's like, Zelensky. say something, yeah, say something, Zelensky. it's him. Right. So finally, Tommy turns around and introduces himself to Mr. Zelensky. Yeah, he's like, I'm Tommy Callahan, you know, Big Tom's son. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, you know, I send, you know, you have my condolences. Right. I heard about your father, he was a great man. Right. And then he's like, a little heavy on the... Uh, <laughs> What do you say? A little heavy on the... Um, ever- Air freshener or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and from there, the... So so from there, you have Tommy just kind of basically... He's pleading the case right. of the factory. And they're walking and talking through the hallways. 
And, you know, you see Zelensky's R&D department where they're testing mm-hmm. all these these products, car seats, you know, right. car parts. And Zelensky lays it out, you know, it's exactly what right. the board members were saying. He's like, look, yeah, I want to buy Callahan Auto, but he's like, I just want the name. Yeah. So once I get it, I'm just going to close the factory. Yep. Because that's all I care about is the name. Right. And Tommy's like, you can't do that. You're going to put a bunch of people out of business. He's like, look. It's like, that's going to, you know, it's going to affect the whole town. It's going to, yeah. And Zelensky says, look, I'm a businessman. So Mm -hmm. if I can make a business, if I can make a business deal, even if it makes me look like a jerk, but if it puts a little coin in my pocket, so what? Big deal. Who cares? Yep. And Um, so at that point, he's like, well, he's like, I'm going to leave you here, you know? Yep. That kind of thing. And he opens the door and then that's whenever he sees both Paul and Beverly. Right. And he's like, what, you know, what's my family doing in there? Right. And the door is shut. And so you see that David Spade, I'm sorry, you see Richard and Tommy outside outside. and they're sitting on a bench and they're licking, licking their wounds again. Mm -hmm. And Tommy's like, man, you know, I don't know what's going on anymore. Like, I don't understand why were they in there? Yeah. And, uh. David Spade's like, look, man, you know, we really did. You tried your best. Your father would be really proud of you. Right. He's like, I had you pegged for a quitter from day one, but you hung in there no matter how hard it was. You stuck in there and, you know, we tried. Right. And <clears throat> I love it, though, because then the bench collapses. And yeah, the like, bench collapses and Tommy's like, I could have uh, done without that. And he's like, damn it. <clears throat> and then from there, um, Michelle actually shows up. Yeah. And, you know, this is when she drops the bomb on them that um, that uh, Paul and Beverly are actually married. Right. And she, you know, she's like, no, she's like, that, that's not, you know, his mom. They're married. Exactly. They're- yeah. Yeah. She like her. She contacted her brother who like she pulled up Paul's rap sheet and mm-hmm. like he's wanted for like fraud yeah like a lot of fraud yeah and even the records public records show that he is married to beverly right so his her marriage to big tom wasn't even legally binding right and at this point um tommy just can't believe it he's like you know they conned my dad yeah you know he said that a couple of times and you know richard's like yeah they're con artists they suckered them yeah they they lied to my dad yeah it really pisses them off which gives him a great idea yeah and he notices these construction workers and you know they've got flares he's like he's like you know what he's like i've got a plan yep you know richard's like yikes so at that point (laughs) um they go back to the bank or whatever because they noticed a uh, news crew um, was oh, doing yeah. the story about the so-called, like, you know, this whole bank, you know, that was going to be, that was being robbed or whatever. So right. They, you know, they noticed that the news crew is still there. And so they go back to the bank and um, I love it because she's like interviewing the security guards. Yeah. And he was making himself out to be yeah. like a hero. He's like, yeah, the big one, he hit me over the head many, many times yeah. with a hammer. Yeah. I just, you know, I had to give up my gun. I've got kids, man. Yeah, you know. <laughs> and so from there, <clears throat> Tommy shows up and... Um... Yeah, he, he 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 shows up and you see these security guards like, look, I'm sorry, folks. We've got orders from Mr. Zelensky. We can't let you in. Right. Tommy opens up his jacket and it looks shows like he's the road got, flares. Well, it looks like he's got a bomb. Right, right, right. Attachable. He's got like wires all over the place and a switch. Yep. 
And, you know, this is when everybody freaks out again. He's like, he's yeah. got a bomb. And yeah. the, the security guards duck again. Yeah, they're like, oh, no. And like, Not they again. Duck, you know? Yeah, they yeah. duck and get ready to throw their guns over again. And so Tommy, you know, he gets the news lady. He's like, hey, you know, you want a story? Mm-hmm. So it cuts from that. And we see now we're up into this meet up into the meeting room. Right. And Zelensky's about ready to sign all the paperwork. Right, right. And, uh, you know, you've got Beverly mentioning, like, oh, your hands move so fast. And, yeah, you've got big hands. Yeah, and he's like, well, they work really quick when they see some, when I see something that I want. Ugh, it was just, gross. <laughs> but it was kind of funny because Paul was also giving a look, like, really? Yeah, it's like, I'm right here. Yeah. You're flirting with another man right in front of me. Right. Which it shouldn't be a surprise to him because yeah. they're a con artist and her job is to seduce a guy and right. take his money. Exactly. So, but from there, just as he's about to sign the paperwork, making Tommy the deal barge, final. Yeah, Tommy barges in. Yeah. You know. When, yeah, he's got newswoman toe and everything. Yep. And, uh. They're like, oh my God, Tommy, you know, because again, they think that he's got a bomb attached. Right. And, and. This is whenever he's like, nah, he's like, these are just road flares. Yeah, he pulls it off and stuff. And it cuts and you see several scenes where people are watching this news. Mm -hmm. But as soon as that's revealed, they're all like, "Uh, you want to watch, you know, such and such? Right. Yeah, turn the channel. So they turn the channel from the news immediately. But this is where he, he gets out this whole story about how... You know, there's there's a plant in Sandusky, Ohio, where, you know, if basically, you know, if we don't sell this much, you know, all of them are going to lose their jobs. Right. And he tells Zelensky, he, you know, he's like, no, this is an order for 500,000 brake pads. Yeah. For an order for 500,000 brake pads. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, you'd be basically you would be saving this town. Right. You know, by by um, accepting this. Right. And he really kind of lays it on. Oh, yeah. He traps him into the deal by using his own slogan against him. Mm-hmm. He's like, these are a great American parts made by American yeah, people. people, just like who you say you are. And he's right. like, yeah, that's right. I'm an American working man and I sell parts to, to the American working man. Right. Because that's what I am. And so that's just it. So you you see uh, Zelensky taking, you know, the thing and... And he's like, you know, what's the, di-? you know, he kind of is quiet, but he's like, what's the difference anyway? The company's right. going to be mine in 10 minutes anyway. Yeah, exactly. So, but he starts signing it and the people at Callahan, all of them are watching this and they're like, Tommy just sold, you know, a half a million Right, packs. like in one fell swoop. And so they're all excited. Everybody. Yeah, they're all excited, you know, they're like, yeah, you know, because it's like, yeah, the, the company was just saved. Exactly. And so at that point, you know, the news lady, you know, thanks. Someone's like, yeah, you know, we're out of here. <laughs> yeah. She's like, thanks for the breaking story. Cause yeah, that was, yeah, that was pretty good news for yeah. her. Yeah. And so they leave, but there's still business to take care of. Right. And so this is whenever Michelle shows up and she's got all the paperwork yep. and she lets everybody know, you know, that, you know, oh, look, you know, Paul Barish, you know, was married to Beverly Barish or whatever. At, exactly. Know, a few years ago. And so they're like. So, legally, she was not married to my dad. Exactly, and which then, means all the shares that Big yep. Tom left her are actually Tommy's. Right. And so, you know, at that point, Zelensky was like, 
So I guess you're not going to sell me the company. And he's like, no, no. sir. You know? <laughs> and then at that point, Paul is like, that's it. And he gets up and he like runs off. Oh, yeah. He's like, screw you guys. You know, he's yeah, running screw away. All of you. And uh, he starts running through the R&D center. Yep. And he trips over this lever and falls on top of this, you know, crash test dummy car. Right. And the car takes off. Yeah. And at that point, Zelensky tells him to, you know, stop the car. So one of the guys, you know, throws the brake. Well, yeah. sends him, fl- you know, flying. And he ends up in this chair. But this, I don't know what the hell it's testing, but this thing drops yeah. on his balls. A bunch of sandbags yeah. like, just fall right on top of him. Yep. And, you know, they, they haul him off. And what I don't understand about this part of this film is, like, they're both con artists. They have both committed fraud. I know. Why didn't but they But he's the her? only one that gets yeah, arrested. I know. Like, she committed fraud, too. Exactly. I mean, hell, she was the one who married the guy. Hell, yeah, the, she was the brains of the, the outfit, guy. for Pete's sake. Exactly. Jeez. But, yeah, Zelensky says something, like, you know, tells his uh, assistant or whatever, uh, send a, a bucket of ice with uh, some some champagne and um, yeah. Sorry about your you know whatever your friend Z. Yeah, <laughs> he's like uh, yeah. Sorry. Um, let's see. Drink the champagne and get drunk. Use the the ice for your balls or yeah, something yeah. like that. Use the ice for your junk, your friend Z. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And so, yeah, apparently Beverly is moving on with uh, Zelensky. Yeah, she moves on pretty quickly. <laughs> I guess. But I guess it's two peas in the pod, though, because he's right. kind of a slime ball anyway. Oh, yeah. Um, but I think now we go back to Tommy uh, basically addressing the company. Yep. So we go back to Sandusky, Ohio, and you see Tommy Boy. He's giving this impassioned speech yep. to his employees. Workers. You know, it's like. You know, we did guys, it, you know, you guys are great. You, you guys know. are family. Exactly. I love it whenever he, he's talking about like moments that he had with Lewis and with yes. his other friend. And then he's like, uh, and RT, he's like, I lost my virginity to your daughter for crying out loud. Idiot. And he has, of course, this horrified look on his face. And he's like, Rob, you were there. And the guy next to him like turns and like walks off and <laughs> quickly runs off. <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, stupid Tommy. Yeah, I know. But but he just you know he you know is basically saying like you know all of you you know will continue to have a job here at Callahan. Exactly. And, you know, yay! You know, everybody cheers. Everything's great. Exactly. Um, and then I think we're coming up on the end. Yeah. So the end scene is basically he's just it's just him. He's in his little sailboat again, and the wind is gone. Yeah. And he's, he's talking to his dad, kind of, just kind of, he's just kind of talking to his dad. He's like, man, you know, I'm sure I'm glad that I could save the factory, you know, and I am I hope you're really proud of me. He's like, but I really need some wind because I'm going to be late for dinner with Michelle and she's going to kill me. Yeah. And uh, he's like, he ends it off with, you know, I really hope you're proud of me and, you know, you know I love you very much. And the wind, wind moves. you know, it picks up exactly. You know, he's like, Thanks, Dad. You yeah. know, you see the sailboat, you know, it starts moving, but he's not prepared for the wind to pick up. And right. so it like kicks the sail. It actually, yeah, turns him. and the bar smacks him in the back of the head. Son of a, yeah, you know. and they, yet another example of what this guy should have been killed like a long time ago. I know, ago. right? And it ends <laughs> with, you know, the end. Oh, yeah, just a sweet little ending. Yeah. Uh, I love that movie so much. It's a good movie. Yeah. So, Rob Lowe played the supporting role of Tommy's stepbrother and is uncredited. 
The reason for this is because Rob was contractually obligated to Stephen King's The Stand at the time, so he took the part simply as a favor for friend Chris Farley. Oh, that's good. So. See, it's just, I kind of, I like Rob Lowe as an actor mm-hmm. for, like, a lot of reasons, and one of them is he just seems kind of like a, he doesn't seem like your stereotypical Hollywood actor. He seems like he, if you met him in real life, he'd probably be a pretty stand-up guy. Oh, yeah. Just real down-to-earth. Um, on the list showing the exam grades of the students at the beginning of the movie, look at the bottom. One of the names is Helen Keller, who scored enough. Oh, <laughs> yeah, she would score enough. <laughs> right? <laughs> Let's see. According to David Spade, he and Chris Farley got into a physical altercation on the set. Spade had gone really? out. Yeah, Spade had gone out for a drink with Rob Lowe the night before. Farley had become very jealous and angrily repeated, How's Rob Lowe? David got so fed up with Chris hounding him on the subject that he threw his Diet Coke on him, to which Chris responded by throwing David into a wall and down the stairs. Dang. Yeah, so after the fight, Spade walked off the set and refused to continue filming. Yeah, I don't blame him. The pair would sometimes go for hours without talking to each other, talk to each other through the director, etc. Wow. So I can probably, I can kind of imagine that, I did not know that. Mm Mm-hmm. But it, it makes sense, because... I had always heard that Chris Farley, because of drugs yeah. and alcohol, he yeah. was he could be a real jerk right. and a real pain to deal with sometimes. So, David Spade refused to let the set stylist work on his hair. Uh, this accounts for his hair's tousled appearance in the film. Which, <laughs> like, why wouldn't you let the set stylist work on your hair? I don't know. That's weird. Some people, some people are kind of, you know, they have a... They can be very particular with their hair. Um, this is kind of a flashback because uh, when Nikki and I were doing the show, we did Fifty First Dates. Right. So in the film Fifty First Dates, there is the Callahan Institute, which is funded out of Sandusky, Ohio, by T. B. Callahan. This is obviously obviously a reference to this film. Oh, that's right. I forgot mm-hmm. about that. So let's see, in the scene where they are at the wedding reception for Big Tom Callahan, you can see Chris Farley's brother sitting to Chris's left uh, when Big Tom asked Tommy Boy to help him out with the song. Yep. Yeah, I remember yeah. you pointed that and out. And it's like, oh yeah, that is his brother. <laughs> so, let's see. Uh, Peter Seagal told Film School Rejects that at one point during production, scheduling conflicts almost forced Rob Lowe to drop out of the film. This resulted in the filmmakers holding impromptu auditions while the movie was already filming for the part of Paul Barish. Matthew McConaughey was one of the actors who auditioned. Wow. That would have been weird. That would have, but I can see that working. Maybe. Matthew McConaughey. I I could see that working. Bo Derek. Yeah. I mean, just just with... I think Matthew McConaughey plays a pretty good sleazeball. Yeah. So, yeah, That's I could true. see that. So according to David Spade, both he and Chris Farley ended up dating Lori Badgley, who played the naked woman at the pool. According to Spade, this caused some tension between them during the filming of Black Sheep. Huh. So that's weird. Yeah, that is kind of weird. Let's see. The role of Helen the Waitress was originally to be played by Roseanne Barr, but she was busy at the time and was unable to appear in the film. (laughs) I I could definitely see her playing that character, too. So... (laughs) But yeah, just a lot of, you know, let's see, Tommy says, son of a, ten times throughout the film. Nice. So, let's see, um, what do you want to use to rate? Um, 
Uh, flaming antique auto- automobiles. Okay. <laughs> For me, it's a four and a half. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm think I'm right there. <laughs> I think I'm gonna say four and a half. It's also. just a, it's a good traditional comedy. Yeah, it does its job. It's not anything fancy. No, but no, it makes me, it makes me laugh. So. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's, yeah, like you said, it's a stereotypical comedy. Yeah. But you know what? It's, it's better than some of the new comedies put mm-hmm. out today, so. Exactly. I mean, you know what? I'm changing my score then. A what? five. Five. I'm going nice. to give it five. Nice. Five flaming antique <laughs> desk-mounted automobiles. <laughs> nice. All because it's better than some of the garbage comedies put out today. Right. <laughs> so, um... This is one of those movies we obviously own it, but yeah. you can literally find it anywhere. Oh, Amazon, yeah. any of those um, to yep. rent. So um, let's see. We won't have a new episode next week no. um, because we're going to be uh, away for the weekend. But yeah, we won't be able to yeah. record or whatever. Mm-hmm. So the following week. Uh, we're gonna do Hook with Robin Williams. Oh yes, yeah. classic, classic. So looky, looky, I got hooky. That's right. <laughs> so, but thanks for listening, guys. Oh yes, thank you. All right, bye. Bye.